0: Welcome to Podcasts of Waterdeep. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Waterdeep Dragon Heist, D&D asked Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords and Josh Peralt from Taking Initiative to create a special 10-episode story with a cross-section of the D&D live play community. Hopefully by listening to some of these episodes, you get jazzed about the possibility of storytelling within Waterdeep Dragon Heist and maybe find one or two new D&D podcasts to follow find out more about these groups and the Waterdeep Dragon Heist adventure book available in game stores now and everywhere, September 18th, head to dnd.wizards.com p-o-w-d or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv dnd. Here's a brief recap of what happened in the last episode. A huge horde of gold dragons was hidden in a vault somewhere in the city and every powerful figure in Waterdeep is trying to get it first. The vault was discovered under Bobbles and such, a storefront by the moon Sphere near the dancing court in Waterdeep. But before adventurers representing the open lord of Waterdeep, Laryl Silverhand, could open it, Jarl Axel and the Bregan d'Arth, with the help of Madame Benedicta, stopped the adventurers and stole the keys. If Jarlaxel is able to escape Waterdeep with the keys, there is no knowing what he could accomplish with them and the massive amount of gold to which they provide access. Have fun listening to this 10th and final episode of Podcasts of Waterdeep, Dungeon Mastered by Aram Vartian, with special guests Celeste Conowich, Holly Conrad, Matthew Lillard, Josh Peralt, and Lauren. Enjoy.
1: My name is Aram Vartian. I identify as he, him, and welcome to Waterdeep. Uh, what would Fancy Boy and Beetle be doing on the average day?
2: All right. Well, Fancy Boy has his mage tower. He's probably tending to a, a local small town outside of Waterdeep. He might be the local wizard. He might do small errands or save cats from trees or things like that, which would really only take his wings. But he might use Mage Hand to be like fancy magic. So he does. He also does imp- like. Vaguely impressive things for, uh, for the locals because, uh, he just likes being a wizard. He also has, he has embroidered embellished wizard robes and possibly even like a wizard's cap on his little feathery head. And he has manicured claws and is a very well put together. Eric
1: Fantastic. How about a uh, beetle?
3: He is. Look, there's no doubt that he's either talking to a bard about his accomplishments because he feels like he's pretty amazing. Um, but it's definitely some kind of grandiose, self-satisfying moment. Like he's either in a bar, trying to tell somebody about his adventures. He's Beetle the Great, so he like takes his time, sort of enjoying, um, enjoying creating his legend. It's like a full-time occupation.
1: Outstanding. That's great. Okay, then let's say that Beetle is in the bar with you all. So you all are in this bar, and there is—I'm assuming a halfling, right? Beetle's a halfling. Do I have that right? No. Dwarf! Oh, whoa, sorry, sorry, dwarf. So there's a, there is a dwarf on stage just bragging his
4: ass off. Zabby loves just learning information. Whether it's bad information or good, more information is good information. So Zabby is there, little gnome, like a bush of brown hair just kind of flopped around his head, uh, kicking his little feet on the bar stool, just eyes intent on what Beetle
1: is saying. What is Beetle bragging about? What adventure is he talking about right oh, now?
3: Brother, let me tell you. There was a time where I got my hands on an emerald crown. The crown of a lich demigod. And he's um he's actually pay- played played, paid a loot player, and that loot player is kind of a company. You see! The key about stealing things is you have to be light on your feet. You have to be able to curate magic. He's obsessed with magic. So he's telling everyone about how he stole this emerald lich crown. So you're telling the story with
5: music accompaniment like Henry Rollins or something.
1: Yes!
3: yes, (laughs) Except on a lute. Neil's (laughs) spoken word with somebody. They're both drunk beyond measure. They're both (laughs) on stage... They've kind of paid somebody to get up there. It's raucous.
1: (laughs) Just kind of leaning against each other for support.
3: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) The times, I can't tell you.
1: And then fancy, boy, you are fencing about, let's say, in the garden, just outside of your uh, your, uh, tower, looking for that one perfect flower that matches your plumage. Absolutely. You hear a slight bell in the back of your head.
2: I know what this is.
1: A moment later, you hear Lady Silverhand's voice. (gasps) You are needed. Please come quickly. And a blue (gasps) door of energy appears to your right.
2: (gasps) Lady Silverhand, right away! And he just just flies into the door, wings outstretched.
1: You... Burst in and Lady Silverhand is in front of a large table and behind and it's like covered in maps and papers and everything. And behind that is like this pegboard map where she has various color pieces of wood that have been put into this giant stone map. And they all seem to indicate fire or danger or water shortage or food, whatever's going on in the city. She's clearly watching all of it. And she turns to you and there's fear in her eyes. I cannot explain, but the keys have been lost and the keys must be found. Jar Axel has stolen them and I need you to stop him.
2: Well, that map looks like it's a little serial killery, but okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we know he is in a carriage. We know not exactly where, but she points this map. He's coming through this area. It is a black carriage pulled by four steeds. Our soldiers are on the look at it, but they have not found it. They will all be slaughtered if you do not help them. He is too powerful. Please, please handle this for me.
2: All right, he he bows and he says, Lady Silverhand, as you know, I, Fancy Boy, am always at your service.
1: Excellent. Good luck. And she gestures towards the uh, wall and another blue door opens.
2: All right, I will gesture and go into any door you open next to me. And also that map is still a little weird. And then he just jumps in.
1: All right, and you uh, emerge on a rooftop looking over a square where uh, the high road meets Snail Street.
2: All right, he just is like clicking his talons together going, oh, yes, I know where I am. Perfect.
1: Perfect. Uh, Matt, Beetle is on stage, and you hear a bell in the back of your head, and you know that's Lady Silverhand calling you.
3: Oh, to witness magic is is to be close to God. Watch and behold. Spread the legend of Beetle, the great... And he stumbles back and falls into into the vortex.
1: You see... A blue door open behind a beetle, him exclaim this and then stumble back and vanish. Oh I, thank
4: god. <laughs> I, I, I grab Kwai and it is old
5: and I go, Holy shit. Did you see that? And Kwai like his he is a an Arocokra, he's got these bright red feathers. He's been actually listening to all of these stories because he's he's trying to pick up if, if this guy might know something of some of the stuff that he's looking for. As he watches this, his feathers ruffle, and he's like, I was about to go and talk to him. Well,
2: you missed
1: it.
6: Azul has not been paying attention. She's deep in the third elven disappointing vintage she has ordered.
1: All right, uh, Matt, then, then, then Beetle, and Kwai literally step out of portals next to each other on this rooftop overlooking this square. Uh, mm-hmm. Beetle and
4: Fancy Boy, or Beetle and why? Sorry, sorry,
1: Beetle and Fancy Boy. Oh, nice. I so a turn. Yeah, yeah. sorry.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Fancy Boy. Fancy meeting you here.
2: Yes, hello. I Let me tell you, we were summoned by Lady Silverhand, who is the most important, wonderful person here in Waterdeep, and we must save the keys. I don't know what the keys are. She had this weird serial killer map. I don't know. It was weird. But let's go, because Jarlaxle is evil, and I do know that.
7: If
3: there's, if there's a bounty in it, I know.
2: I, she did, I mean, that, maybe, it, did she say that? <laughs> She's <this>? rich. She <laughs> always pays very well, this item. Yes, yes, there is a bounty, but truly we must do it for the greater good.
1: Why don't you guys roll perception for me?
2: I'm sorry, the fancy boy is such a disaster, just, I'm
7: just <laughs> <laughs> We're Ooh! not.
2: I got a 20!
1: Your incredibly sharp eagle-like eyes... You're just scanning this whole area because you're told to look for a black carriage with four steeds, and bam, right there it is. It is powering down Snail Street towards you.
2: All right, um, he'll look at the compatriots, including Small Friend, who is the dwarf now. He has no name, just Small Friend. Small Friend, we must go stop this carriage. May I take you in my talons? I. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna grab. Beetle How tall are, and fly oh, off. What are, you? are you? What are you? Are you I'm an ericocera, so I'm like a bird person oh, with wings. That's
3: super freaky. All right, I like. Yeah. I like that. There's two of us, so you're
2: you're faced with two of these monstrosities.
1: <laughs> All right, so you just wrap your talons yes. underneath beetle's arms and just take off.
2: Yeah. And I All say, right, follow, excellent. friends. Right,
1: right. You soar into the air. There's gasp from the crowd around you. They haven't—they've seen a lot, but probably not this. And you start sailing towards this carriage because you rolled a twenty, and because your eyes are so sharp, you notice as you're flying towards them a pair of drow on rooftops around you kind of emerge from behind walls and point pistols at you.
2: All right, am I above the carriage or not?
1: You are about, let's say, 500 feet away. Okay. Because you spot them real early.
2: Got it. Okay, let me check what I would like to do.
5: Well, she's checking that, are we there or are the three of us still in the... Okay. The three
1: of you are still in the bar, exactly. All right.
5: Ah. We just watched them disappear and are like,
7: well, I Whoa. don't know
5: what's going on. Was that part of
2: the act?
6: Long slurp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and cast Featherfall. Featherfall? On my, on uh, my small friend in my talons and try and throw him towards the carriage and be like, good luck and hopefully he'll just like his little feet will get him there.
1: I would like you to roll an athletics.
2: Um, that's well actually not really Eric Croaker are pretty uh, Oh that's a 11.
1: Beetle, you are just let go. You are basically kind of thrown <laughs> in the general direction of a carriage. I don't even know if she told you, if if Fancy Boy told you it was the carriage. So what are you doing as you're falling slowly? I mean,
2: he might have yelled, "There's the carriage! It's it's, it's danger!"
3: For for sure. Uh, let me just say real quick. This is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to Beetle. And he's been through the he's been through the works. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I was drunk telling the world how amazing I was. Then I jumped in a portal, and now I'm being thrown and feather falling, correct? Yes. Obviously, I find this very exhilarating. And I laugh in glee because I I like battle. (laughs) And as I'm falling, I'll cast an invisibility on my First of all, does it look like I'm going to make the fall?
1: Roll me a dexterity save.
3: It's not a great moment for me. Um, I'll, I had 10.
1: You're going to make it, but like just in front. So you're going to land in front of the carriage.
3: Okay. Um, so I'm going to land in front of the carriage. How far? In fr- so
1: Let's say 50 feet.
3: Uh, okay. All right. Good. Okay. I'm going to cast invisibility as I'm falling. As it approaches, I'm going to make an attempt to to jump on the to get on this damn carriage. I don't know what I'm supposed to do on the carriage. I don't know if I'm supposed to kill someone. I don't know if I'm supposed to have a conversation with someone. But I know I'm supposed to be on the carriage. So I'm going to land immediately try to get my balance because I'm a little hammered. I think I should be rolling a disadvantage for the rest of the
7: night.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to make the best damn attempt I can to swing up and jump on top of that horse. I'm the most agile dwarf you've ever seen.
1: The rest of you who are in the bar, this is what happens. You hear gunshots go off, a pair of them from either side of the street. A moment later, there's a big clump of dust, but you don't see anything that's happening. And you're seeing a carriage run down the street at breakneck speed. Uh, I stop like
4: the seventeenth time I've been hitting his old just to look to see what happened uh, with what? the portal, <laughs> and then I stop that. I turn to the door, I pat her on the other side, and now point and go, "Uh, something's
6: going on outside." Oh, oh, yes, this is what we were waiting for. Of course, yes, it was. <laughs> yes, yes, fate okay. and all that.
5: Let's go. Oh. I- Kwai has no idea what's going on, but if this is what we've
6: been waiting for, uh, he's going to use all of his movement, and he's going to get outside as quickly as possible. You don't know what Isolde is talking about. She has a weird thing. She's a cleric of fate, so from time to time she'll just say, oh, yes, or no, or we have to wait, or, you know, ask again later.
5: Kwai takes her completely (laughs) literally and trusts her enough that he goes, okay, and... Yeah, he can fly up to 70 feet in, in, a, in a... So, yeah, he's outside already. He was outside Easily. yesterday.
1: All right, so you guys are bursting out the door as Fancy Boy. When you let go, you kind of fly up a little bit, right, because you've released the weight. Those bullets sail just underneath you. What are you doing?
2: All right, they sail just underneath me. All right, and have I seen Beetle go invisible?
1: Yes, you would definitely have seen that. I
2: was like, "Huh, he's not a very good hero." And then I'll, uh, I'll uh, die. I saw, I'll try and position myself above that carriage, if I could. Yeah, and I'm going to cast uh, flame arrows at fourth level on the on the carriage.
1: So just on the carriage itself, like kind of through the top yes, of it. Yes, I want
2: to catch it on fire.
1: Awesome. Uh, how did, did you have to roll a hit, or did they just hit?
2: Um, I they they just hit. If I cast it at fourth, the number of pieces of ammunition you can affect with this. Oh wait, do I have to use ammunition? Oh no, I have to use the ammunition. Just just kidding. All hey. right. I have to use the ammunition. I haven't used that one before, so I'm just gonna go ahead and use lightning bolt and hit the carriage.
1: <laughs> well, that will do it. Uh yeah. I does the, what does the carriage get a saving throw? What do I do? Dex for Dex
2: 14 it? for
1: that. All carriage. All right. I'll do it with the. Uh, I'll just do it with the horses rips a hole straight through the top of just this bolt of energy crackles out, all of your feathers stand on end and there's this giant hole in the center of this uh, carriage now, which you all saw, by the way, this crack of lightning just come down. You can see through the top of it and you see Jar Axel just glare back at you and there's also a woman next to him in this ridiculous cocktail address who is just panicking and screaming as the carriage continues to run.
2: I'd also like to look at Jar Axel and be like, your hat isn't that fancy.
1: Beetle, it's coming right at you.
3: So somebody just dropped me in front of a moving carriage. <laughs> yes. And then a lightning bolt, which I assume is dangerously close to me, correct? Yes.
1: You felt the hairs in the back of your neck stand up.
3: This is, I, I go back to, this is a peculiar situation. Yeah. So, uh, so, I'm now I'm understanding I'm supposed to be stopping this thing. So first of all, I'd like to jump on the back of the horse, right? So I'm on, I'm a, my goal, my action was to jump on the back of the Okay, so I rolled at 18, and I have seven, so it's a 25.
1: Describe your action.
3: So it's amazing, actually. I'm, like, kind of drunk, and as I see the horse coming, I go to fall down as it rolls over me. I grab it by the bridle thingy and swing back up, which nobody sees because I'm completely invisible. (laughs) Completely
1: invisible. Oh, they just see a horse kind of dip for a second and come back up, but no one thinks a thing
3: about it. In the back of my mind, I try to remember this moment to sing a song about it because it's pretty badass. out the horseman, I'm going to stop this carriage. As it's pulling it, I'm going to stop the carriage.
1: I would like you to roll strength.
3: Strength <laughs> is what I'm going to roll. Okay, so I don't stop the carriage. Okay. <laughs> In fact, as, as a natural one, I'm so oh. my natural one. I'm so excited about what I've just pulled off that I accidentally, accidentally probably start kicking the horse to go fast.
1: <laughs> it takes off. The three of you have just seen a lightning bolt crack through this thing and the horses are just bolting it. Give me a perception roll. Whoever's out first, so that would be probably Kwai. Yeah, definitely not me. I have little tiny stubby feet.
5: Perception is going to be a 15.
1: As you're bursting out, are you taking to the air?
5: Well, I was going to say, if I come out and see this lightning bolt, do I see Fancy Boy?
1: That's what I was having your role for. Absolutely. Okay. You spot another Era crocra in the sky.
5: Do I know who that is?
1: Uh, would you guys know each other?
5: I don't know if... I mean, like, I don't want to
1: say all Era Crocra know each other. Okay. Yeah, he's
5: pretty famous, <laughs> okay. but I'm, I'm you know. pretty new in town. Okay, so I'm going to turn to my companions and say... Someone is attacking that carriage. You help them. I will go after the attacker, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna barrel my way up straight towards her. On it.
2: <laughs> I have to say, Fancy Boy does not look like an attacker.
5: Why <laughs> does?
2: Like, yeah, he looks like a, a foppish mage who's flying around saying crazy bullshit.
5: Whereas Kwai is in like a utilitarian monk outfit, as he goes to fly, he's gonna grab the hilt of his sun sword, which flares into existence, <laughs> and he'll scream at you in in Oren because I don't know if he can reach you in, before the end of his turn, but he'll he'll be screaming at you. He'll be like, "Stand <laughs> down and explain yourself." <laughs> oh, in, in the Arakocra language? I, I, yeah, because right. he recognizes. Of and course. He's like, yeah. Why? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and roll for initiative. Oh, no.
2: We're each other already.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Kawhi doesn't know what's going
3: on. 22.
1: 17 for me
5: I also got a 17
1: Seventeen. Which one of you has the best uh, AC? I'm sorry, the best uh, decks.
6: Oh, d- mine, it's 20 Oh <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> uh, Isolde has a, an outstanding 8
1: Isolde still doesn't give a fuck No <laughs> <laughs> And Fancy Boy got a what?
2: A uh, 15 for Fancy
3: Boy Okay
1: Beetle, what are you doing?
3: I'm still trying to figure out how imperative Let me, okay, so I can't stop the horse as it's flying along Do I sense any danger on the road coming forward?
1: There is a watermelon cart uh, pusher She's probably about 80, she's <gasps> been doing this a long time no. and she is just creeping her watermelon cart across right in front of the carriage Two days before
4: retirement mm-hmm. Oh my <laughs> Okay
3: um, am, I'm going to um, a minor illusion in front of the horses, in front of that woman of a wall. Right? So that I'm ca- I'll cast as a, I'm an illusionist, I'm a thief illusionist. I'll cast like a minor illusion of a wall so that the horses stop.
1: All right, the horses buy it. Let me see what yes. happens now. Okay, the horses buy it, but they're dexterous. So they. Dive off the side road and go down a smaller road to the right. People are jumping out of the way and running. Mellon lady doesn't pay any attention. Quietly keeps pushing her cart.
3: Bless her little soul. She's has no idea how much she owes me for that. I will... Um... So it's a, that's my that's my action. Can I do a move action? Can I try to stop these damn horses again as part of my move action and the strength check?
1: Absolutely. Roll me a strength. 15. I got a 17. So those horses are just barreling on. They are strong.
3: I am the most useless player in this game. I apologize to all of you. You saved Melon Cart Lady. Everyone loves Melon
1: Cart Lady. She's the Melon. Best.
7: Best. The Melon.
1: The next one is Qui.
5: Well, I'm going to continue to barrel towards this potentially enemy Cokra. I will stop when I am in melee range.
1: I say that when you move, you are close enough to take an action.
5: Well, I will, because Kwai's smart enough to know, he, he thinks he can talk anybody down. So he's going to get within melee and hold up his sun sword and be as threatening as possible and say, stand down and explain yourself.
1: Roll intimidation.
5: Fancy
2: Boy just swings like <laughs> that'd be a nine
1: okay so Fancy Boy how would you react to this
2: if he sees he sees another Erikochra and he's like oh hello brethren and hero seeing from your armor uh, this carriage has been stol- has things have been stolen from Lady Silverhand uh, looks like you may put that sword to use please direct it towards Jarlaxel down there with the fancy hat
5: would I know who J- Axel is?
1: Mm, I would say yes because he likes to be known. Jiralaxel's one of those guys that's going to vamp. So yeah, you know who Jiralaxel is.
5: Okay. And if I look down, do I do I see the do I see the fop?
1: Yeah, so okay. as you're looking down, that wall appears. You see the wagon take a sharp turn, go on two wheels that barrels down a side road, and you just catch the top of his hat and a feather and a glare of hate from him. Oh, jeez.
5: Wow, he hates me already. This is exciting. He um, hates everyone.
1: To be fair, yeah, he hates everyone.
5: <laughs> I have only just met him, and now he already hates me. Okay, uh, Greetings. It is good to meet you. I'm glad that we have had this talk. And he'll dive bomb back down towards the carriage because that's what he does. He's Yay! Just... Please he... go, smash friend. I will. And I don't know how far away this carriage
4: is. That's going to will... be your
1: full action, but you'll get there on the next round. Excellent. Zabi, what's up?
4: Uh, so I'm going to go <laughs> right out the bar I'm gonna with my little tiny feet. I'm going to look around and what do I see out the door?
1: As soon as you leave the bar, this carriage just blasts right past you. Whoa. And you've seen your friend fly up into the air, sword drawn, and another Aero Crocker descend, but they're talking.
4: Why, why are you just talking? What's going on? What do I do?
1: Too high to hear you. Too much noise uh, in the street. Uh,
4: do I see the carriage off to the right?
1: Oh yeah, it's just, it's barreling down the road, and then you see this wall just appear out of nothing. It like a sharp turn and go to the left and kind of a little bit more south.
4: Uh, I'm going to uh, use my action to dash towards that way. I'm just screaming up and over to his old go, I don't know what, I don't, I, uh, oh, no, don't and either. then I just, I, I don't know who to attack. So I'm going to, yeah, that's all I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep on running towards the cart.
1: Okay, so you're just running and screaming and flailing your around. With arms. my
4: hands blatantly up in the air, like shaking, like,
2: I don't know, I just don't know. Fancy boy. So I'm looking at Jarlaxle. I've insulted his hat.
1: Yes, you
2: have. <laughs> I just want to reiterate He's that. He's not pleased. He, he likes his hat. <laughs> I know he does, but, you know, a is going to hate. I would like to cast sleep on the people in the cart.
1: Okay, you'd like to cast sleep on the people inside the carriage. Okay, roll. Uh, that is a hit point thing, right?
2: It is. I'm casting it at third level, so... Uh, Roll a 5d8, the total is how many hit points of the creatures this spell can affect. Creatures within 20 feet of a point you choose, so 20 feet around the carriage, are affected.
1: Okay, roll me a 5d8. Is that, am I making a save here? It's gonna hit other things before you. Okay, good. Including the horses.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, I I I kinda wanted it to hit the horses as well.
1: And
4: it looks like it's actually 9d8, because you're casting a third level, so it's 2d8 plus each additional level.
1: So you cast it directly on the carriage. So it hits the it hits the carriage first. You see the woman in red slump over and fall into a Draxel's lap and he just like pushes her off. <laughs> just like <laughs> bump onto well, the no uh, familiarity
2: floor. there.
1: And you see him pulling out his own pistol.
2: Oh. What about the horses? Are they still awake?
1: No, that was all of it. It all went to her.
2: All right. Well, I mean, at least I've inconvenienced him. So <laughs> yes, you have. You've annoyed
1: him. Well done.
2: Yeah. Good. Now take that.
1: <laughs> so at that point, both of the drow on the rooftop fire. Uh, both of them are going to fire at the era crocra because they see them as the biggest threat. So which one? Well, one on one on each. So is a seventeen going to hit Quai? No. All right, so you just, a bullet flies through, just kind of nicks a feather, but doesn't hit you because you're so fast.
2: I'm just like, oh, so, so so impressive.
1: 22 on Fancy Boy. Of
2: course, Fancy Boy is a wizard.
1: Quai flies out of the way just in time, but that bullet strikes you, and you ah. take 11 points of damage as it no. bites into your left shoulder.
2: Ah. I act way more dramatic than it is. I am sorry, I should have caught that.
1: It's barely a flesh wound, but Kwai is like, whoa.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, oh, my my shoulder. It's so beautiful.
4: Aram, am I seeing this happen with the drow shooting the cocker, including
1: my friend? You can see them on the rooftop because they've had to step over the edges in order to get their shots. You can see both of them.
4: I have discovered the bad guys. Yes, you (laughs) have. Uh
1: And then Uh the last shot is going to come from Jaraxel. You're diving towards him, right, Kwai? Yep. All right, Jaraxel's going to fire at you. I'm pretty sure a 23 is going to hit you.
5: It is, but uh, tell me the damage. I would like to try to catch that bullet. I'm going to try.
1: The damage is going to be 13.
5: Okay, so it's a D10 plus my dexterity modifier plus my monk level. So let's see. Five... 10, 15s so that's a 16.
1: Describe how you catch or deflect this bullet.
5: Nice! <laughs> cool. So I'm flying through the air. I'm diving down at this guy who, you know, sure, I'll trust this Aero Coker. I, I heard is a bad guy. He points this thing at me. This tiny little bullet comes out, and I, I don't catch it as much as I use the momentum to, like, grab it out of the air. I'm going to spin around. I'm going to chuck it back at him, Yeah, because I can do that. Roll to hit. Plus nine. Uh, That's a 14. I don't think that hits him.
1: It does not, but it enters the carriage and lands on the floor right between his legs. Just for a second, you see shock in Jaraxel's face before it returns to hatred.
5: I I was going to tell this guy to stand down, but he just shot at me. uh, Nope, nope, now I'm all
6: in
1: old. you're up.
6: Okay, all right. Uh, great. So I, I just come running out, and I see my uh, my nobish companion just take off down the street, kind of get a sense of the situation up here. Uh, I'm just going to take off after him and go ahead and throw a message spell uh, over to Kwai and be like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Kwai, <laughs> you can reply with 25 words or less.
5: Jarl is a bad guy, and he just tried to shoot at me, but I just threw the bullet back at him because I am awesome.
6: <laughs> that gives me no information. I'm, I'm just like, ah, and like running as fast as right. I can
1: after So the you're gnome. both kind of sprinting after the carriage. I would like you to roll perception.
4: But can I help Isolde point out the enemy since I am running with her?
1: Yeah, Isolde, roll with advantage.
4: More than li- likely, your feet are going right past mine. I'm just-
6: nice that will be a 23
1: you don't know what the hell's going on but you're given the right information and you see the drow you get the carriage you see the aero crocker diving back down you're like okay okay it's the carriage and these drow i uh, got it uh we're we're caught up
6: <laughs> uh, i'm gonna be yelling that screaming at the top of my lungs to uh to Zabby to try and explain this as we're running
1: we're gonna go back to the top of the round and beetle
3: so I'm gonna roll back off the back of this horse and I'm gonna jump into the carriage next to Jarlaxle. I like to appear and I want the ax right at his throat. And I'm gonna say to him clear as day, there's only one choice you have. Stop this cart now or else pay the ultimate price. I've always loved your hat and I love your style, but you've met your match. Stop the
1: damn horses. I would like an athletics roll. All
3: right, athletics first. I'm really agile. It's just not going well right now. I rolled a three. I have um, oh, no. athletics. Is that what it is? So an eight. Okay. So you do roll off the back of the horse. I do have feather fall going,
1: by the way. Oh, perfect. Right. Well, then I need a dexterity save. So that's 20, uh, 23. So you roll off the back of the horse, which will not quite make the wagon. Fortunately, you've got feather fall. So now you're gripping onto the side of the wagon with your feet kind of flying in the air, still invisible, holding on right there.
3: This is the worst adventure I've ever had. <laughs> 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 Completely useless. And, I'll, uh, and I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to being drunk. So I'm going to, I will now, I will take the rest of the turn in that position. My next position, my next turn, I will put the uh, ax of the storm.
1: Beetle kind of like edges his fingers along the side.
3: And up towards the top as I flop along. Up towards the top. I'm going to jump in and he will be my prisoner in a matter of days.
1: (laughs) 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 All right. Then next up is going to be Kwai.
5: Who is actually driving these horses or are they just bolting?
1: They're just two people in a carriage. There's no one on top whatsoever. So it looks like the horses are driving themselves. You're not really sure, actually. Okay. Roll a perception roll now that you're thinking about it. Uh, is it 14? There's a little bit of a glimmer off of the ropes and reins that hold the horses in. Just a little bit of a magical shine.
5: So it's the ropes and the reins, but with like the wooden part that actually the horses hitch up to, to to run the cart. Does that maybe look magical or does that look like something?
1: They run back and then through two holes into the carriage itself.
5: All right. So for a moment, Kwai considers just cutting the horses loose and then goes back to his original plan, which was, nope, I've been told that Jar- Axel is in there and he's a bad guy. I'm just going to go after him. So I'm going to dive straight through the hole, land, uh, and this guy shot at me, so I'm just going to attack him. <laughs> yes, be a hero! Sunsword, here's my first attack. Whoa, that's a 14. That's not going to hit...
1: Here we'll try this
5: again. Uh, that would be a twenty-one.
1: Okay. Well, you dive through this hole and you just, at the last second, throw out your wings and just drop as you close them in. So it's a, it, it's like you, you kind of fly down, pop back up, and then drop through this hole. You swing with your sword once. You swing with your sword. Twice, but he's so fast. You've never seen anyone so fast. And both hits just sink into this like rich velvety leather behind him. I'm sorry. Did you say a 21 didn't hit? 21 did not hit Draxel.
5: Yeah. All right. Oh I will I will give him a slight nod and I will say impressive. And I'm going to use a key point and patient defense in front of his face.
1: That is probably Spark. Yeah. Zabi. Uh,
5: Now
4: knowing the situation and seeing what's going on, I see Kwai, and I know Kwai has this without any problem (laughs) whatsoever. Thanks, buddy. So I look up, and I see the drow, and I go, "Mm, nope. And I cast Telekinesis at one of them. Try to move a huge or smaller creature, make an ability check with your spellcasting ability, contested by the creature's strength check.
1: Beat a seven.
4: Uh, I rolled a 7 plus 11, so that's an 18.
1: Nice! So there is a drow that's pointing a pistol right at you and all of a sudden is lifted into the air and is looking around. What do you do?
4: So uh, I cast this using my Wand of the War Mage plus 2. So it's a very fancy-looking wand, like black with blue streaks through it. And as I cast it, you see the blue light out from the back, go up towards the tip, and it's right out. It grabs him, and then I just lift. How high is he now?
1: He's about three stories in the air.
4: Okay, so I lift him 25 feet up because I can't go above 60 feet. Oh. And then I'm just going to leave him there restrained until my next turn. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep on running.
1: All right, you just keep on running. Fancy Boy.
2: Oh, Fancy Boy has seen this wonderful brethren going and attacking. And so fancy, everyone's doing such a good job. Um, He tells them they all did a great job. He's like, good job, heroes.
4: As a wizard myself, do I know of Fancy Boy?
1: Uh, You know what? Go ahead and roll me a history.
2: I would say he's well known in his small parish.
1: Um, that's
4: a 22 history. Oh,
1: yeah, you know, you've read about Fancy Boy. Fancy Boy's been on a few magazine covers.
4: Yes. As, as Zabby's running with the wand up and running, I see and hear this, and you just hear Zabby do the slow motion like,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fancy oh, <yes>. Boy.
1: <laughs>
2: you've seen me on that cover of Wizard Weekly that one time. I Fancy have. Boy pauses
1: midair, just <laughs> kind of poses, then drops You see me nod, you see
4: nod like, like yes.
2: if you will. <laughs>
1: What is Fancy Boy doing?
2: So the carriage has it stopped?
1: No, it is oh, booking.
2: It's still going. <laughs> There's been several
1: attempts. It's at still going.
2: Okay, well Fancy Boy is like looks down, is like has it stopped? Oh, I see it hasn't. <laughs> He's gonna cast a fifth level lightning bolt.
1: You see that there's an crocro your little friend, who has landed inside the carriage. That's right. And well, there's... I was
2: going to kill the horses, but Fancy Boy likes animals, so he's not going to do that. Um, he's That's going fair. to use... A...
4: We get yelled at. We do uh, get yeah, yelled yeah. at, yes.
2: He's going to use a Bigby's hand on Jarlaxle. The hand of an object that has an AC 20 and hit points equal to your hit point maximum. It drops zero, blah, blah. When you cast a spell and as a bonus action on your subsequent turns, you can move the hand up to 60 feet. So pretty much, just I just create a hand and I can do any of the Big B's hand when I create the hand. They're not different spells anymore. I thought they were different spells, but they're not. I'm actually going to cast a Big B's interposing hand and the hand interposes itself between you and a creature, which actually I'm going to use the hand to interpose itself between the carriage and the continuing.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, or forceful. Actually, it might be forceful hand because it is like a force. Yeah, it's a strength context to stop the carriage. Yeah.
1: So I would like you to roll strength, and I'll roll the strength of the horses, I suppose. Yes. I got a 19.
2: So that's 23 for Bigby's hand. Nice. Nice. Yes. It's a talon just because I'm an Aarakocra. <laughs> of course.
1: <laughs> This giant spectral talon that clamps around the carriage, the reins snap on the horses. They fall and stumble and continue running as the hand kind of digs, in, as the sorry, as the talon kind of digs into the ground, and the whole carriage kind of rocks to a halt. Beetle, I'm going to need you to roll a strength. God,
3: bless it. This <laughs> has not been your day. I want you to know you can roll so many other things than strength. <laughs> I rolled a, uh, a two, and I got a three. Oh. Real quick, can I say that I, have, uh, I still have Feather Fall going?
1: You're thrown off the wagon, but you land perfectly on your feet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: As for my dexterity
5: saving throw, it's a 16.
1: Okay, so you are able to brace yourself. You kind of crack your head against the back of the wagon as it slows down, but it's all very padded and comfortable, of course. <laughs> so you are now faced off against him directly. After Fancy Boy, it is the Drow. Draxo looks straight at you, Kwai, and says, This is unfortunate clamps a hand around his chest where there's like this kind of weird feather token right and there's like these little bursts of berries he crushes it in his hand you see the berry juice run through it all of a sudden there's an incredible force of energy that smashes you through the front of the carriage rips it open and then slams down and jaraxel and this woman that he's with in this ridiculous cocktail uh, dress are now inside a force cage. Is old does a 22 hit you?
6: Yes, unfortunately.
1: You take eight points of damage as a bullet rips across your back. Ah. And Zobby 14.
4: Uh that will hit, however, I'm going to use my reaction to cast shield. And I just go, nope, and I cast a shield up. As soon as I do that as well, the, sh- the my AC bumps to 17, and you see with the shield, it starts to scatter and break apart and start to surround me as my arcane ward forms.
1: It forms ah. just in time. This bullet is an inch from your forehead, and then just bing, 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 nope. bing, 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 falls harmlessly to the ground.
6: So I'm mad because uh, this guy shot me, and I'm like, You! And I turn around, and I point, and I'm going to do a firebolt at the one who's not restrained. Yep, 18 plus 9, I'll be a 27. That's
1: going to do it, yeah.
6: 14 damage.
1: Oh, and he rolled a 1. You light this drow up. Right? He flails for a minute. He was just on the edge and goes right over, cracks into the ground. You hear this real sickening kind of wet bone snap, and he's not moving.
6: How dare you shoot me? (laughs) And she's like, brushes off her coat and then unceremoniously continues to run after the carriage.
1: At this point, you have seen the carriage explode and this kind of weird, like, energy safe land and just kind of slide to a stop. And the next one up is we're back to the top of the round. So, Beetle, what are you doing? You've just landed elegantly, right, about 50 feet in front of this thing. And you see this force cage just roll to a stop right in front of
3: you. Is he preparing anything? I mean, first of all, is the cage have, like, cage, like there there are slots in the cage, right? Or is it just like an orb of energy?
1: Think of it like it literally looks like a safe, but you can see through it right it's just formed of magical energy he is the the woman is still unconscious he is simply standing there with his fingers locked in front of him and then he closes his eyes and he seems to be focusing
3: oh this is so bad um and i don't really know or care about anyone i'm traveling with right now and i'm invisible so look i'm going to get to a place where he could probably see invisibility at his level, but I'm gonna get to a place where I am behind him. And if that that shield should fall, I have an opportunity to back attack and or take an action. But right now I'm gonna take my move action to get to a position where I can do some damage and I'm gonna hold off.
1: It's incredibly easy for you. You just go right around this cage, and you can see through it. You expect him to be able to see you. You're staring at the side of his head as you're walking around. He doesn't even flinch. You've got that blade out, and you're ready. He hasn't moved an inch.
3: Okay, so I'm going to wait and see what happens. I, I, I feel like there's nothing for me to do right now. And if my job was to stop him, he stopped.
1: Perfect. Absolutely. Qui, right, you're up. You've seen this cage roll to a halt.
5: But I don't see Beetle. He's still no. invisible. Correct. All right. Um, so I, I'm gonna stand in front of this thing. I, I think I know enough to know I can't get through it. But. Um,
1: Give me an Arcana. Sure. That's gonna go really well. Ah, uh, it's an 18. I actually rolled really well. You've actually seen this before. You're surprised. It was used because there were some griffins attacking one of the roofs that you uh, are known to protect. And they used these force cages to hold them while they interrogated them. There was really no other way to control them. And you've seen it before. And you know that you can't get in and he can't get out.
5: At this point, I'm not even going to bother addressing him, but I will I will stand there, wings outstretched, sword ready. I'm going to look back up at my Erakuker friend, and I'm going to say, He is stopped. I do not know what you want me to do next. <laughs> and I'm going to hold my action until he's available for me to hit.
1: Zabi, you are just huffing and puffing, and you will catch up to this on this round. So what do you want to do?
5: Oh, hi.
4: So as I'm walking, I still have my finger up and pointing to the one over there, just kind of having there. And then my other hand finally comes down as my shield dissipates, but you still see a, like, a dark and light blue shimmer of weird energy around me. And my eyes, which are normally very brown, have hints of blue just traveling through. And I look past Kwai at the force cage, and I go, Do you want to have Adam?
5: I am useless in this current state cool. So I just,
4: I'm not going to use my action to continue my telekinesis, so that guy falls 60 feet.
1: And crack, that guy's dead. Uh, I
4: still have it concentra- uh, I still have it on concentration, so I can use it later. However, that is not the spell I'm using. What I am going to cast is Dispel Magic.
1: Um, Actually, you don't have to roll, because that doesn't work for the spell. So you reach out and cast Dispel Magic, and it just, like, it's a dead zone. You can't do anything. There's nothing there. You know it's magical. You can feel it rating off, but spell Magic does nothing to a force cage.
3: Does he blench? I mean, does he even, like, acknowledge?
1: Has it moved an inch?
3: So after I do that,
4: and I cast the wand, and it hits it and just hits nothing, I go... Well, you can have Adam when he when he gets out I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can be patient. Uh, and I think that's all that I have because I don't want to use any other bonus action so I'm just gonna walk and kind, kind of bummed out because I enjoy that spell and it
2: didn't work. Aww.
1: Fancy boy.
2: Are they still in the force cage?
1: They are in the force cage. Uh, you do not see uh, Beetle, but you have seen Kwai like being thrown out and land in front of it. And you've also seen there are two people running up behind it now as well.
4: And also, okay. Zabby cast a spell magic and did not work.
1: Correct. You might not have known what he did. He kind of pointed a wand at it and just nothing happened.
2: Okay. Are they the Drow that are wandering up behind them?
1: Both are dead.
2: Okay. So this is not concentration. But I'm going... So is my hand still there? I think it is.
1: Oh, yeah. It's definitely still there. So it is, like, on the edge of the force cage holding on. And you can see, like, this crackling energy as they kind of fight against each other. Like, if you're pointing the wrong end to two magnets towards each other, it's hard. It's hard to hold it.
2: All right. Yes. And that is a concentration spell. So I'm going to use the grasping part of that hand to grab one of the other uh, threats coming towards the carriage.
1: Uh, that would either be Zabby or uh, Isolt. Which one do you want oh, to Oh, no. I,
2: well, would I consider their posture threatening?
1: Uh No, I mean, they look just to be two people. I and mean, They're not drow. They're just running behind it. I mean, you're not sure what their motivations are, but you wouldn't expect them to be connected.
2: Okay, if I don't know their motivations, and these and Jarlaxel and Passed Out Girl are both in the cage, I'm going to put the hand in front of them and be like, Stop, citizens! You
5: probably would have heard me and uh, Zabby having a moment, because he would have yelled out to me about... He would have yelled out, "Do you want at him?" And Koi would have been, "I'm useless in this situation." So he
2: might have heard us talking, maybe. Okay.
6: This does have pretty serious resting bitch face, so that might be <laughs> intimidating. <laughs> I
2: don't know. Fancy boy is a hundred percent a terrible listener, so he's still just like, "Stop, citizens! We must assuage these attackers."
1: Excellent. Are you doing anything else?
2: Uh, no. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ready that action and just. Hold that, because we have them in a cage, so
6: we're yep. fine.
1: All right, perfect. Is old.
2: Okay, so now there's a big hand in front of me.
1: Yeah. So there's like this. Well, actually, there's this giant hand grasped around the. Did, I, I, I'm a, sorry, fence Boy. Did, did you lift up this hand to motion to them, or are you keeping it grasped around the cage?
2: Um. Can I just like you know like point?
1: Yeah, yeah, like one <laughs> finger can come off just, and just kinda of do this thing. Yeah, just yeah. like
2: like like it's holding the holding the thing. It's like Stop it's Yeah, like One finger yeah. yeah. pointing. One yeah. second. Uh, one uh, moment. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Is there anything else you wanna do? No,
2: no. I, I've I've said my piece. I'm just we've we've assuayed, or we've assailed these escaped this this Jarlaxel and his compatriot. So clearly we've done what Lady Silverhand wants. I'm just waiting
1: you followed orders. You st- yeah. you stopped them. Isolde, yes. what do you want to do?
2: Okay. Isolde is just
6: looking at this mess. Uh, not quite sure what to do here. So uh, she's just going to go ahead and give everybody a little a little boost here. And so she's going to pull, uh, it looks like a, just a sewing pin out and drop it. And says, by the power of what will be. And cast Bless on uh, Kwai and Zabi. And I guess uh, other air croaker Even though they're doing a rude finger gesture (laughs) Thank you (laughs) So you all get
2: uh, It is not the middle finger
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like I don't know maybe they know each uh, Who knows Uh, So you get a d4 to attacks and saves Thank you Isolde
1: as you drop this silver pin, it kind of spirals and this little bit of silver energy of threading comes around it and then fires out to all of you. And you feel this sense of purpose and strength going forward. Nice. And after Isolde, it is going to be the drow because I missed them. Draxel's been standing there the entire time, fingers inlaced, eyes closed. And all of a sudden, they snap open rolling with silver, crackling with energy, and you hear a
7: zoom, zoom,
2: zoom. Holy shit! The
1: whole ground is shaking all around you.
5: Okay, that's exciting. I, I just feel the ground shake? I they just I,
1: feel the ground it's... shake around you, and we're back at Beetle.
5: What is it? Is it just around me or is it around him too?
1: Everything. Windows are shaking. There's people running to hold things on top of their cards. There's people stumbling in the streets. And there's a cloud of dust coming from the north.
3: So he's called something. All right. So uh, before I get out of here, because I really don't care about any of this. I'm going to jump into his carriage and rifle through it to see if I can find anything of value. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah.
7: I
1: mean, the whole thing is just split open like an oyster. So it's just all laid out there.
3: And nobody's
7: paying attention to me.
3: This is a perfect opportunity to be an opportunistic.
5: We don't even know you're there. (laughs) No idea. (laughs) Roll me
3: an investigation. Oh, yeah. Come on, son I got new dice if they don't roll well,
1: I'm throwing them away. All right, 15. So plus plus 10, so it's 25. Oh, yeah. So you're used to this. You're used to coming up (laughs) on the scene of a disaster and stealing all the shit you can get your hands on. You're just kind of rifling through and rifling through. You find 26 gold. You find this elaborate ruby bracelet that just seems absurd, but you can definitely hawk that. You find this really intricate ceremonial drow dagger that is definitely humming with magical energy. And then you find this piece of paper. And this piece of paper has a bunch of notes. Uh, do you speak Undercommon?
3: No. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> so it's got a bunch of notes that you can't read, but it's also got drawings. There's drawings of bagpipes and there's drawings of this other item, and there's a drawing of apparently the woman that fell asleep in his carriage, and there's the word keys written in common and underlined three times.
3: Keys? I will, I will pill for that like no one's business.
1: Yep. Shunk shunk shunk.
3: I will take all of the above, um, and I will. I think that's probably my whole action. Yes.
1: Yeah, totally. Because you had the rummage, through all of it. But you got a lot of good. Got a lot of good shit.
3: Yeah, I tell nobody ever.
1: All yours. All right, good deal. And the next one's going to be quiet
3: All right, ground is
5: shaking.
1: And there's this, like, burst of dust that's coming from, like, maybe 200 feet to the north. Actually, probably about 500 feet because you can't quite see over the rooftops of the buildings yet. You don't know what it is, but you can definitely see whatever it's blowing up.
5: Okay, how tall are the rooftops of the buildings?
1: Right now, uh, four uh, four stories in the direction you're looking, three stories behind you.
5: Okay, well, uh, so in the direction of the thuming and the dusting, I would like to fly straight up. I got 70 feet worth of movement. Uh, what, when I get just over the tops of the buildings, what do I see?
1: Kwai leaps into the air. Huge wings expand as she just, whoa, sorry, as he just, whoom against the ground and soars elegantly into the air. You throw your wings open to hover for just a moment before you fall. And you see a statue larger than anything you've ever seen in your life. Shield in hand, sword clutched in the other, ripping through the streets as it storms towards you. You estimate it'll be here in one round. Two rounds. You estimate it'll be here in two rounds.
7: I was really hoping it.
2: I was really hoping it wasn't that. I was hoping it was something else.
1: That is what it is.
5: Kwai takes a half a second to be impressed. And then he'll he'll call down to everybody below him and say, I recognize this statue, right?
1: You know it is the Honorable Knight.
5: Okay. All right. The Honorable Knight is on the move. I believe it's coming our way.
1: Everyone will a history roll. Everyone who, who gets above 12 knows what that is.
4: Uh, I'm also from Waterdeep.
1: You automatically know what that is.
6: All right. I got
2: a, a like a 19.
1: You know what that is. 17. You know what that
3: is.
2: Trouble. I got an eight, so I'm like, wow, that's a big
1: stone man. <laughs> Good enough. Yeah,
3: but well, what is so, so? I know that Beetle knows what it is. But what is what oh, what so is
1: throughout all of Waterdeep, there are these gigantic Titanic statues. They, uh, those, they do come alive to defend the city, but they've been dormant for decades. People have just ignored them. Some people have started to build on top of them because they figured they would just be silent forever. One of them just woke up.
3: Aren't they supposed to be there to protect from dragons?
1: They are supposed to be there to protect the city. Right, okay. And right. this one appears to not be. None of the other ones, you can see a couple of them. You can see the griffin, you can see the lady. They're not moving, just this one. And it's coming right towards you.
5: So I I flew up, saw this guy, shouted on down. Um, I think he's going to be here in a round. It, it's reasonable two rounds. to assume... Sorry, two rounds. Yeah, it's reasonable to assume Jarlaxle has... Done something to summon this thing because it just—it would
1: seem too coincidental. Otherwise. Yeah,
5: that—that that seems a little too coincidental. Um, Kwai knows he can't do anything about this magic stuff, but that's something he can fight. So he's gonna call down and he's gonna say, "I will hold it off as long as I can." And he's gonna—he's gonna—you're
6: <laughs> gonna by yourself as old as like by yourself he's freaking out
5: there's no sadness there's like yes this is gonna be awesome this is what Kwai does is he charges head first into danger to protect his friends and if this isn't danger I don't know what is and so yeah he's gonna use all of his movement to get there and he'll ready himself for when this thing inter- in- intercepts him
1: you just start diving towards this creature. Outstanding. You punch right. that statue. Punch
4: the, the heck right of the, the face. statue.
1: The next one up is Zabi. Uh,
4: so, seeing this and seeing what happened and then hearing everything that's going on, I just turn my finger over to the cage and I go up. And I just pull the force cage 30 feet up
7: into the air.
1: Unfortunately, force cages cannot be moved, they are immobile. <gasps> so, as you point to it and try and move it, it just doesn't move.
4: Well, shit. <laughs> Uh, I don't, old, I'm at a loss. Uh, I look to see the alleys to see where I can run that is not in direct path of, say, a foot.
1: <laughs> there are lots of people now running and screaming and pouring out of buildings and out of the streets and running everywhere. There's uh, several alleys, right, left, in front of you, wherever you want to run.
4: Okay, I'm going to, uh... Actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go... Okay. I look over to a uh, uh, one of the building, one of the tops, as low as this 30 feet up into the air. I'm just going to a misty step up there. Nice. And then I'm going to run as far away from the street of where it's walking, but just so I have visual on what's going on. I'm not in stomp stomp range.
1: So you see Zobby take a step forward, vanish. And his next step just alights perfectly on the rooftop and you're already running. You're running parallel to the creature right now. And if you keep running, you'll be out of its direct line.
4: Okay. Uh, I will promptly do that.
1: Next one up is uh, Kwai Zabi and then Fancy Boy. The fanciest of boys.
2: Oh, the fanciest of boys.
1: Uh... Is that your official name? Is it really Fancy Boy? Yes. I love it.
2: That's what his parents (laughs) call them. Of course. His parents found an aracocra egg and raised it as their own and called him Fancy Boy, so that's his name.
1: That is adorable.
2: Um, and that's why he's so full of himself, because he had such wonderful parents who told him how wonderful he was.
1: Yeah, um, he was one of those kids that always got the ribbons, always told he was a yes, winner, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: Yeah, but even if it was nothing, it was just like, oh, you went to the bathroom today. Good job, Fancy Boy. <laughs> it wasn't on the carpet. <laughs> um, so Fancy Boy will see this statue and just be like, oh, no. <laughs> And I definitely would like to get out of the way.
1: It is still a couple rounds away, so you're good. You can easily do that.
2: Uh, My hand, though, is still active through concentration. And if I could wait for this statue to come close enough, and I would like to put the hand against its foot to trip it.
1: Absolutely. So I would say next round, it'll be close enough for you to grab it.
2: Yes. Okay. So I will move myself out of the way and then then prepare my, my Bigby's hand to trip this maybe just like hot footed or something. To get are it you to taking fall over. to the air? Yeah, I will take to Perfect.
1: the Perfect. air. Perfect. Perfect. All right, you are yeah. in the air and my, my, ready. My
2: beautiful wings flap into the into the blue sky above. Join me, prepare. brother. Excellent. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's nice.
1: <laughs> Who is left around Draxel right now?
2: Just me. <laughs> and,
4: and Beetle as well, right?
1: A Draxel kind of turns, and this woman has like fallen before him, so he just kind of steps over her and looks at you and says, you know you're doomed. You can't possibly survive any of this. I would just give up and walk away.
6: Uh, She she moves her staff and plants it down on the ground. <sniffs> Try it.
1: <laughs> a brave one. I love the brave ones. And that's all of his action.
6: Uh, he's just making me feel terrified. That's a good action.
1: Jaraxel will vamp on any action he can. His soldier up.
6: Okay. Um. And now <laughs> he's like there and it's just me and I can't fly. And I'm like... Mm. awesome okay uh let's go ahead and see if we can this force cage is clearly a problem
1: it's a really neat spell because it's normally made to contain people but if you cast it around yourself it's pretty much invulnerable <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah yeah um let's go ahead and see if i can try this because i can see him
1: oh yeah totally
6: okay i'm gonna try and banish him
1: ooh, ooh hang on so
6: i'm gonna <laughs> grab my staff with two hands and swing it towards him and say you're not meant to be here right now
1: oh that's good okay let me just check one thing here that's and
6: gonna take a check of the
4: DMV.
1: oh yeah. yeah what is the save
4: i've been going over that wording like like immaculately <laughs>
1: Through. actually i am sorry uh that no! is not gonna work and let me tell you why okay. force cage an immovable invisible cube-shaped prison composed of magical force brings into existence however no magical energy and no force can enter into it or out of it mm. there is no way for that to work so you swing your staff and you feel this resistance, this clang like a gong inside your head. And there's just this deadness that you cannot beat through.
6: Damn, all right. Uh, that was a good thought well, though. Well then, I I am out. I'm gonna use my uh, bonus action to face step up 30 feet onto a roof to my left. <laughs>
1: So you appear dir- pretty much directly where Zabi vanished, and you run down this run down the street parallel with this creature. Yeah, I'm
6: like, okay, okay, and I'm staring up at the sky. I'm like, really,
3: really? This? Then we are back to Beetle. <sighs> this is a very complicated adventure. <laughs> I'm going to step uh, out of the coach. Okay. I'm not fighting some big giant shield knight. Before I do that, I have a. Can I do an investigation check? I want to see if there's like a. Is there like a, a manhole or some kind of sewer thing here? What I want to do is I now possess things of his. Yeah. That I don't want possess. I don't want to get caught with them. Yeah. So I'm like to, to like take and like stuff them into something that's secure and safe.
1: Hell yeah! There's like a little sewer grate right off to the side. You can easily pry that open.
3: You're the best DM I've ever seen in my life. Thank you so much for allowing me to let. I'm going to grab all the things that you pilfered. And I. the thing is about that, um, that letter, I think, is really important. So I'm going to do the best I can to look over it again one more time. And then I'm going to take all that stuff, and I'm going to stow it there. And I'm going to wave this for this carriage
1: to take off again. Okay, well, the carriage is destroyed. It's just a force cage just sitting there on the floor. So the oh, carriage so is the ripped carriage open and move, nothing. The
3: carriage is never moving
1: again? It splinters. And the horses are either broken or run off. So there is no way he's moving. He's just trapped in that cage. But you can easily store everything. Easily.
3: So I'll store everything.
1: Enroll me an intelligence to see how much of that map you can memorize. How much of those notes you could memorize. Mm. 15. Yeah. You got pretty much a good idea. Bunch of squiggly lines. Not so sure about the wording. The rest of it's locked in.
3: Okay, so uh, look, I I misunderstood. I thought the carriage was going to take off. The carriage is going to take off. I'm going to change my action to be on mode. No problem. So, I'm going to instead of that, I'm going to cast fly. I have these items and I'm invisible and I'm flying and getting the hell
1: out. You take off into the air along with the other two Ara crocro. Where are you going?
3: I am going to to fly the opposite direction of the flying bird okay <laughs> if i'm gonna be anywhere i'm going to be behind this shield knight and i'm going to be behind this wizard who's about to come out and start casting things yeah i am a coward and a lowly scum nothing to do with bravery but i'll need to do with like sort of protecting that so i'm going to fly up and i'm directly going to be flying towards the um the shield knight and we'll be going around him yes i'll be going up high out of his reach and around him in the next round
1: excellent so one Eric crocker is diving towards it one invisible person is soaring behind and another Eric crocker is simply taken to the air perfect perfect uh you're up
5: Okay, I see the hand getting ready to do a Three Stooges maneuver, and I'm all about that. So I would like to uh, adjust my position so that I'm I'm still in between the Honorable Knight and my friends, but like just behind the hand, so hopefully totally. the hand can do its thing, and then as soon as that, that knight is going down, I'm on top of it. But I'm still going to be out there like... Not really goading, but just being obvious. And I'll, yeah, I'll like, do I think this thing is gonna get to the hand? <laughs> it's
1: definitely gonna hit the hand this round. The hand is coming along the ground, and it's just stomping through houses.
5: Perfect. So I'd like to position myself so that as this thing is coming down, I can, I can engage and attack it. So I'll hold my action. Um, I will look it in the eyes, and what and, and I will say as, as he's waiting, he'll say. You are honorable. You are here to protect everyone. Stand down or be taken down.
1: There seems to be a nothingness within the statue. It is very much a thing. It is a moving thing, but there is no humanity. There is no soul there. It is just a walking form of destruction.
5: It's all right. Sometimes Kwai says things just to say them. So, but yeah, he'll he'll keep an eye on the
2: interposing hand and be prepared. So does Fancy Boy. Say things just to say them.
1: <laughs> Zabi.
4: So, so where I am now, I don't think. Uh, it is going to hit me, correct?
1: Am... No, you've definitely run alongside, and it's definitely going to cross like behind you if it continues on the same straight path it's going, which is directly towards the Force Cage and Jaraxle.
4: Gotcha. So I'm going to dip a little bit further out of the way in case it decides to, you know, just fake me out. So I'm just going to run a little bit more back, and then I'm going to point uh, up to the head, which is within 300 feet of me, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. I'm going to cast Ice Storm on its head. Excellent. Is Um, there there a saving throw? There is. It is a dexterity saving throw, please. Spell save is DC 17.
1: DC 17. Hmm. Fortunately, these statues roll with advantage against every single magical attack, and it moves with a swiftness you cannot believe. The ice storm forms around its head like a halo, and it ducks. It ducks, and it jukes off to the left. It suddenly moves in a human way. It's It's frightening. It's terrifying. Up until now, it was just lumbering, and now it's so alive and animated, and it's coming. And for the first time, you feel a soul within it. You see it glare towards you as if it was annoyed, and your heart just skips a beat.
4: Well, it still takes damage, so please hurt a little bit,
6: (laughs) so take that.
4: Uh, Roll for damage, please. So it's 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage.
1: Okay, roll it up.
4: Okay, Uh, so the cold damage is going to be... I'm sorry, the bludgeoning damage is going to be 12. And the cold damage is going to be 12 as well. So it will be
1: halved. The halo forms around it. Ice forms across its face and eyes and just kind of crackles off it. You see a couple little hairline cracks in the, in the stone, but it hasn't slowed down a bit.
4: That's not good. Uh, so there's nothing else I can do than potentially <laughs> piss myself, but I'm going to hold it. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Roll me a constitution. You're a
4: professional. You are a professional. Oh. I peed myself. Oh, you peed no. yourself.
1: It's unfortunate. It's a lot oh, going on, though. No yeah. one really noticed. <laughs> it, You're is. Good. it is. I, I fell in a puddle.
4: <laughs> I, I yeah,
1: I, uh, yeah, I was washing my hands. Yes. Fancy boy.
2: All right. So I'm going to go ahead and move my hand to try and trip this thing.
1: Outstanding. So you get that hand there. It's not yeah. that hard. I, and it is an opposed strength, I assume?
2: Yes. And my, my strength is a lot. Again, it's 26.
1: Yeah, the statues is thirty. Oh, that's gonna be a twenty-six.
2: Oh no, mine's only an eighteen. Ah, oh
1: so no. it slams into that hand. You feel a force like you have never felt before in your life, and the shockwave in your mind is staggering. I want you to roll concentration. Oh no! How do you do that in five a?
5: Uh, so I mean, that would just be a. It's a. It's a constitution saving throw. Uh,
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Roll me a constitution saving throw. It hits your hand and it shatters. It explodes into shards of magical energy. You fall to one knee and gasp. You can't (gasps) believe this has happened. It's never happened before.
2: I clutch my pearls. And it
1: hasn't even broken stride. (laughs) Anything else you want to do?
2: No, I'm just clutching my pearls.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Then we're gonna jump to Fancy Isolde. Boy
2: is just a golden girl, really. <laughs>
1: uh, right. <laughs> right. Which one? Which golden girl?
2: I don't even remember their names. I just eat all of Blanche. them. Blanche. <laughs> Has to be Blanche. Blanche, yeah. It's always yeah. Blanche. He's just Blanche. Oh,
1: my little gay heart is broken and you damn well believe it's Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right.
2: He's just Bl- he's just Blanche, says that's him.
1: Perfect. Is
2: all right, sweet. Um,
6: I'm not. I'm not really sure what to do right now. But uh, you know something that I'll...
1: you've seen this explosion. You've seen a sword go out. You've seen this thing be surrounded by frost and break through it. Nothing is stopping it.
6: Oh yeah. Okay. Um. I guess. You know, you know what always works? Even just a little bit? Some magic missiles. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Shoot out uh, towards this thing and just be like, oh my god. Uh, so let's do some magic missiles.
3: You people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Is nobody like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? I don't- I look at all of their bodies and I immediately start to assess the things I'm going to steal. (laughs) Yep. That's fair. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. We're doing this because we're
5: heroes. We're doing this because my flaw is that there's no room for caution in a life lived to the fullest. So
6: I've just got to
5: to be there. I got to be there.
6: This is the moment. Let's embrace it. This is our fate. Uh, That'll be 15 points of force damage.
1: Describe how you cast Magic Missile.
6: Uh, so I think, again, now I'm just, I'm looking at my bag of pins. That's usually like my component. And I'm just like, oh, just throw some in there. Like, I'm just throwing handfuls. <laughs> I'm like, just, yeah, whatever. I'm, yeah, past, present, future, whatever is going to help right now. Uh, and just like a desperate, um, just shoots out of my hand, um, out of each fingertip.
1: Your hair stands on end. Energy crackles through you. These Bolts of force fly from you. Fly directly towards the statue. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> you know, little teeny hits. A couple cracks, a couple little bits of dust. That thing isn't stopping. That was 14 points?
6: Mm-hmm. Yep.
4: After a while, we'll get our Megazord out, and then we'll it's fight. It's fine. I'm streets. warming up.
6: It's it's fine. We're yep. waiting for yeah, our Transformer to come. Voltron is coming.
1: While that is happening... Axel just kind of cracks his shoulders, brushes his shoulders off a tad, leans back, takes a big deep breath, kneels down and picks the unconscious woman up and is just standing there. And that takes us back to Beetle.
3: I laugh. I cackle as loud as I can. (laughs) Bulls! I literally am like... Gobsmacked <laughs> that these knuckleheads are trying to stop a legendary creature with magic missiles. I, I will think. I literally can't think of anything funny. <laughs>
7: <laughs> oh no!
3: <laughs> Isolde
6: somehow feels embarrassed. She doesn't know why, but she's like, Is somebody
2: watching me. Yeah, I'm feeling personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I am. Um, it is. I think it's hilarious. And at the point, at some point, I realized that I want to make money off of this. Summer. But I can't figure out how to do the yet. So I'm. I'm literally going to. Who's on the ground? Is any? Who's still on the ground? Uh, I'm on I'm a building. Also a building. I think it's just you.
1: Yeah, literally, you're the only one next to the cage right now.
3: No, I. I you are flying. Fly.
1: Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no one's on the ground. Everyone's in the air. Okay, good. Yeah.
3: Very good. Okay. Um, I am going to go higher <laughs> to get a better advantage of this shield knight crushing people. Actually, you know what? That's not true. Jarlax is sitting there, right? So here's what i uh, here's going to do. Sorry, I'm gonna, uh, again, for the second round in the row, I'm going to change my action. I'm going to go to the nearest, um, I'm going to go to the top of the nearest building. I'm going to take that, um, for no apparent reason, I don't know why I'm going to do this, but I'm going to take that letter that I found and yeah. I'm going to shove it in the pipe of a building.
1: Easily. Right? You soar up there. There's a bunch of chimneys, some little flaps. There's like a pigeon roost, you know?
3: Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stump that in the chimney and I'm going to double time down the jarlax. and I'm going to appear in front of you.
1: Done. What do you say?
3: I'm going to say to him, the way I see it is I have a letter that's very interesting that you are going to be interested in getting. So if I was you, I would take your shield, knight and I would call him off. And you are going to go about your way after you pay me 1,000 gold. 1,000?
1: Just a 1,000?
3: If, if you don't, I will make sure that that paper lands in the appropriate hands and you know exactly what i'm talking
1: about just a thousand one thousand gold when i'm after a million and you just see this rage form across his eyes your paper is old it has led me to the keys and he shows this pair of bagpipes and an unconscious woman and a key. It's kind of odd, actually. You're not quite sure what he's getting at. The keys are mine. They belong to me already. Show the paper to whoever you wish. Follow, if you dare. I have to admit,
3: I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's still in the force
1: cage, yeah. Yep, he's still in the force cage. I'll
3: pull my. I'll now I'll pull my hammer away.
1: The way I see it, you got about 20 seconds left. The way I see it, it's all I will ever need. Shit. And we're going to jump from Beetle over to Kwai.
2: All right. <laughs> I, I love your jarlax, Lisa.
1: Yeah, I was I just... like, how gay and vampy can I be? And I was like, very. <laughs> yeah, so good. Okay. I love it.
2: Brother,
1: I want you to know
3: you got room
5: to go. <laughs> I wish I could convince Kwai to go talk to him for whatever reason, because I just want to hear him talk more, but... All right. Kwai has watched the, the hand fail that he was waiting on. He watched these magic missiles do very little damage. Uh, he sees this guy coming. It'll
1: and... be at the force cage this round.
5: Okay. He's going to put away his sun sword, and he's going to pull out a jug. <laughs> a little ceramic jug.
1: God, I know what you're doing, and I love it so much. Keep going. God damn it, Laura.
5: <laughs> he's going to whisper... Into that jug that's been with him for so many years and has provided him with with so much help over the years, he's going to go,
1: mayonnaise. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and Did you say
5: mayonnaise? Kawhi would like to fly. Mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise. He said, he said.
1: She's using an alchemy jug to summon mayonnaise.
5: I have an alchemy jug that can summon two gallons worth of mayonnaise. And other per things. Round. Yes. I would like to gauge the next footfall of this thing and make sure that wherever this foot is about to fall is covered in two gallons of mayonnaise.
1: Roll me an intelligence. Oh. Two gallons of mayonnaise is way too much for any situation.
5: <laughs> you never need. I would like to disagree. I think in this situation, it's exactly the right amount. <laughs> Just an intelligence check? Yeah. All right. Ooh, but. Oh, not to checks. I don't get to add the D4 to checks. Okay. Uh, that's a 19.
1: Oh, yeah. You know exactly where that foot's going to fall. You judge the angle of the sun and the angle of the shadow, and you're like right there.
5: It's covered in mayonnaise.
1: <laughs> okay. You have splurted mayonnaise out all over the street. That's uh, what you have done. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. When I add the sound effects, <laughs> this is going to be unfortunate. Yes.
2: Please. Oh, no. I was going to
5: make the sound effects, but now that's on you. Uh, yeah, all the mayonnaise everywhere. I'm going to wait and see if he'll step there and if he'll slip. And and I've if I gotta wait there, that's fine. If I gotta move, that's fine. But I'm two gallons of mayonnaise done.
1: So you've thrown your wings open? You've hovered in midair and you've covered the floor in mayonnaise. <laughs> well done, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Is quite doing anything else.
5: Well, that's, I think, his action. Is that's it, all, of it? all, really right. all that. It's really all that he can do. He's will so quite yeah.
6: enough.
1: <laughs> he has done the best mayonnaise he can. <laughs> Zobby, you're up. It's I delicious. am so
4: glad, at least in this game, there weren't two tabaxi eating two gallons <laughs> no. of mayonnaise on a boat in Cholzburg. <laughs> oh, <no. boat. laughs> oh. They had mayo weight and everything. It was gross. God, cats really no. shouldn't <laughs> eat mayonnaise. No, no, that's a bad, really bad move.
5: Listen, uh, no one should eat mayonnaise.
4: Mm, no,
1: but cats especially should not eat mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Uh, so with everything else that went on, including the pew pews from uh from his old, is it still looking at me?
1: Is is the statue? Yes. No, the statue kinda of gave you a glare and then you could hear this like 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 the sound of a stone door creaking as it turned its head back towards the force cage and continued forward.
4: Got it. Okay. Well, now that I feel like it's not going to personally attack me, like a dwarf companion of ours did, uh, I am going to... Oh, that would be bad. I'm not going to do that. That would be
1: really bad. Uh, How could it get worse? Well,
5: do you have any w- eggs? We could make an egg salad. No, th- well, on-
4: if... It- if the, immolation caused this thing to catch on fire, I don't want a big, fiery statue.
1: No, that would any. be very bad. Yes, band. you're right. That would be worse. Yeah.
4: Yes. Uh, so I
1: retract the question.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what I am going to do is, is there anything in range of me? Uh, and when I say in range, I mean within 60 feet. That would be approximately 1,000 pounds that I could put in its way to try and
2: stop it.
1: There's a nice big wagon full of watermelons.
2: Oh, yes. no. Tess's watermelons. Yes. No. My cabbages.
1: So
4: what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to take the cart of watermelons, and I'm going to start shoving it upwards 30 feet per turn to try and get it into the eyes of this statue.
1: All right. Hang on one second. <laughs> the old the old woman wrote a natural 20 and is hanging <gasps> <No>. on <laughs> as you throw the cart no. into the air. Oh, no. Now, so there's now an old woman clinging to the cart 30 feet in the air.
4: Oh, now, no. just as a curious question of how you DM, with this, even though it's a natural 20, I still need to roll an opposed check.
1: Oh, sure. Go ahead.
4: Okay. No.
1: Okay. no. Nope. Just no. She's clinging on to the edge of it.
4: My water minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'm still that trying, happens. though. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to pull it up.
1: Oh, no. her little feet are kicking, <laughs> yep. and she's clinging on to it. But- one pinky, <gasps> lets loose. Soon. <laughs> All right. After zombie, it's is, it is gonna be fancy, boy.
2: All right. I watched this unfold, and I'm just like, tragedy.
1: Other pinky goes loose.
2: <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Can I roll like a, I don't know, like an Arcana check to think, that, see if there's some way to like stop this thing?
1: Stop the cart or stop the statue? A statue. Yep, absolutely. Go ahead and roll.
2: Because I, I figure it's some kind of construct, so. So that's an 18.
1: What you know is that the head of the Blackstaff mages, the one who holds the Blackstaff, is the one in Waterdeep who activates these statues. Right, Her... so that's Vajra. That is Vajra, correct.
2: So I know this. Do I? I'm sure I do. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to be like, oh, I must go find Lady Vajra. She must stop the statue or unless she needed to do it. I don't know. I'm just going to go find her.
1: Blackstaff Tower is probably one round to your right. You could fly directly there.
2: That's where I'm going.
1: Excellent. You're soaring directly towards Blackstaff. You'll be there next round.
2: Perfect. All right. And I'm just, like, talking to myself, like, oh, no. You just hear all these dramatic, like, hyperbolic comments.
7: All right.
1: Flourishes on. as you're flying like, through the oh, air.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Excellent. All right. Draxel is still looking directly at... Is there anyone in front of Draxel right? Right, right, right now? Who can he see? I am. Um... Right. I thought so. All right. So, Beetle, you're right in front of him. I've noticed that you, like... Things. Would you like many things?
3: Indeed, I love things. That's the only reason I'm here.
1: I am annoyed
3: by these people.
1: They bother me. They vex me. How would you like to handle that for me?
3: You said something about a million dragons?
1: One million dragons. (laughs) Hmm... I can give you a quarter. I can afford it. Two hundred and fifty thousand gold. Just dispatch with these
3: heroes. Sure, you got it. Which one do you want to go first? I'm gonna vamp. I'm gonna vamp until I can. Um, until we can sort of get to the the the, 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 uh, the endless force thing. You tell me which one. I've always wanted a master. For me, I've always been kind of an independent contractor. But if I could just find somebody to work with, to work for, I'd really appreciate it.
1: You know, deal is choice. Pick whichever one you want. Just kill them. Make sure it's painful. Easy.
3: Easy. I'll take, I'll take the flying bird thing. I hate flying birds.
1: Outstanding. I'm glad we have a deal. And he puts his hand up against the force cage, and the energy kind of crackles for a moment.
4: Do you need to roll like opposed vamp checks <laughs> for this?
1: You know, what? you know what? Go ahead and roll performance, Beetle. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: This is for me, performance. Oh
1: yeah. Don't vamp a vamp.
3: Um, that's a four. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I really okay. Drunk. I was really drunk before this whole thing started. <laughs> so he's like. Tackling and laughing at the same
1: time. That is unfortunate. Well, he's like, hmm, yes, quite. I believe you. I fully believe you.
3: You do. I've always wanted. You just, I love your hat. It's real, John.
1: Hmm. It is the fanciest of hats. I think we'll be friends. Good friends.
3: 250. I'm in.
1: Outstanding! I am so very pleased.
3: Do I have a sense? Can I sense his motive? Yeah, I get hell sense? yeah, you can.
1: He is obvious if as I'm fuck.
3: <laughs> I'm older than ninety. Mm-hmm.
1: He's bullshitting you. He is the just. He is just just sending you just bitch energy. You know he's just <laughs> oh bullshitting God. you the whole time.
3: How how far away is the shield at night?
1: It will be here this round.
3: I fly off. I, damn it! I knew you were telling me the truth. I fly off. I take off. Bye, darling. Bye. Such a pleasure.
1: So the statue's foot slams down on the mayonnaise. Oh, and it rolled a two. Yes. Its foot goes straight yeah, out no. from under it. It yeah. stumbles to the side. It's definitely going to fall. Unfortunately, it's going to collapse on a group of kids. <gasps> There's six kids and let's say whatever is the equivalent of a water oh deep my. nun. Chris
2: <laughs> Perkins, what is riding did you do? Through to the come here.
1: Run. They're singing. They're singing and skipping. They're having a beautiful day. One of them has a pinwheel and they're just <laughs> enjoying their day. The statue's going to collapse on all of them. What are you doing? You
7: monster.
5: <laughs> I know, right? Okay. Um six kids. So uh, I was hoping it would go backwards or forwards, but it's going to the side?
7: Yeah,
1: because the foot kind of slipped and it kind of slid to the side. Yep.
5: Okay. Uh, do I think I could, at the last second, like barrel into this thing and change its trajectory just enough?
1: It's way too big. Okay. You could get to the kids.
5: I could, get, I could get to the kids, but there's six of them and a nun?
1: Six of them and a nun, or a water deep <laughs> equivalent nun. There's, there's six
5: of them in a, and, a, and a penguin. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm, six of them and a follower of Helm. She's like in very, very gray and very, very, you know, if she could be ringing a bell shouting shame, that's what she'd be doing right now.
5: I, I only have two talons, but I got big wings. I would like to just barrel into the entire group like a bowling ball into pins and just like... S- I'm not even trying to really grab any of them. I just want to scoop them and push them out of the way.
1: Just kind of sweep them out of the way.
5: Pretty much. I would,
1: I would like you to roll an athletics.
5: That's a bad idea. Okay. Uh, an athletics. Do I get the d4 on on, on check? Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. So that's useful. 8 plus 12. That's a 13.
1: Okay. You dive down. And you are so low to the ground and so fast that the dust is kicking up around you. Rocks are striking you in the face. You're actually hitting other people with the tips of your wings, but you don't care. you got to save those kids. And you get to them. You envelop them in feathers and flesh and talons. You slam into them. You feel them gasp and cry out, but you know it's going to be okay. And you soar past but it comes down on your leg.
5: Okay. All right. I'm sure it's fine, guys. It's just a statue on my leg. It's fine.
1: You take 28 points of damage as it crashes down on your back leg. You let go. The children and the nun roll in front of you. They're fine. They're fine. But you're in incredible pain.
5: Okay. That's all right. I don't need need a leg to fly. (laughs)
1: You're That's also fine. pinned under the statue.
5: That's
4: worse. Okay. Zabi. Okay. Ow. Okay. Um. Well, now that it's fallen over, uh, I am going to continue my quest, and I'm going to yank that cart out. Uh, I'm going to take the cart. I'm going to try and pull it, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and smash the watermelons in the statue's face so it doesn't know what's going on.
1: <laughs> okay. Excellent. Excellent. So you just kind of, like, dump <laughs> the watermelons uh, onto the cart? Yeah,
4: fr- from from up high, so that watermelons yeah. come down, they splatter and go all in the eye
1: sockets. Okay, okay. Wha- watermelon cart lady rolled a 19. <laughs> so you flip this cart over, and she kind of like ninja warrior, kind of flips around and grabs onto it, and she's like, my melons, as they're just smashing down onto the creature's face, covering it in watermelon slime.
4: So I'm glad that happened, and I'm glad she's holding on, because woman's safe. Solid.
1: Yep. So, well, so far, she's still, like, 40 feet in the air, but, you know, safe is, like, a relative thing here. Is there anything else you're doing?
4: I'm going to position myself so that way I can also see the force cage. Uh, And also see the statue. I think the statue is a little bit in sight.
1: The statue's easy to see. You've still got a clear view, so you honestly don't have to move at all.
4: Yeah, so I'm just going to be looking back and forth, and I'm also just trying to keep an eye out for when Jarlaxle goes, because I got some potential plans. Fancy boy. I thought you were complimenting me for a second. (laughs) Well, you are
1: so fancy. But this is particular fancy boy.
2: (laughs) I'm on my way to uh, Lady Bajra's Blackstaff Tower.
1: So you are just soaring towards it. It's this squat, like, three-story black tower, and she's at the top of it. You can see her clutching her staff and trembling as you approach.
2: All right. Uh, That's some... Okay. Um, Yeah. So Fancy Boy will see that and be like, she's clearly controlling the statue. What is happening? Oh, Lady Vajra! Do you need help?
1: As you sail over and your words cry out to her, you see her eyes snap open and you see a fear. You've never seen fear in her face before. And she just looks up at you as your hands are trembling. She says, I can't stop it. I cannot control it. Oh,
2: no. And I just kind of like, fancy boy looks around. Just like clacks clacks his beak a bit and he's like well that's bad
1: (laughs) it is my responsibility and this is too dangerous the the city will crumble the keys will be lost I have no choice and she closes her eyes again and you hear a rumble
2: (sighs) Uh, maybe break I don't know break the staff Lady Vajra tell me what to do
1: not distracted distracted I am sending you help and you hear the beating of giant wings as a stone griffin takes into the air. The honorable knight is lying on the ground prostate, and it reaches up this massive stone arm and clamps its hand around the force cage. Its fingers interlace along the energy, and it just crackles as it forces it down and digs into the ground around him, forming like a secondary cage of fingers right on top of the force cage.
6: I'm going to try and get down from this building and make my way over to Kwai, so I don't know how much... Can I do that in 30 P?
1: As the statue rolls over to grab the force cage or to put its hand around the force cage, it lifts up from Kwai. So Kwai's foot talent right, has perfect. been. Perfect. So I'm
6: I'm making my way over to Kwai and maybe I'm like trying to look as small as possible, moving through here, and I like pat you on the shoulder. I'm like, go get him, and then I'm gonna cast some cure wounds upon you. He's gonna look at his mangled foot and be like, I I'm trying as best as I can. Uh How, how strong you need it? How much are you down? Oh, let's say half my hit points might be gone. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Then we're going to go ahead and pop a cure wound. Thank you. Twenty six points. I have toes
1: again. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Is that all of your action? Uh, yes, Excellent. so I got
6: down out the building. Now I'm standing next to Kwai on the ground and healed.
1: Just next to this Nexus gigantic thing. Beetle, you have seen this thing clamp around this force cage. You've seen someone be knocked out of the air. You've seen explosions, and then you hear a roar. And you see this gigantic stone griffin. Take to the air. You also notice several other regular griffins. The mounted cavalry has responded at this point and is diving in towards you. They'll be here within two rounds.
3: Excellent.
6: Yes, my feathered
5: brethren, <laughs> brethren, come to me.
3: I don't I don't want to metagame. it. I don't know that she said we should distract it. So, fancy boy went off and got the distraction. note. Sure.
1: Get several storefronts have been <laughs> abandoned. There's just gold lying around to be taken.
3: So, Isol is on the ground.
1: Yeah. Tending to the era crocker that got pinned. Yeah.
3: Yeah, has no ability to fly. And sees there's a bunch of things going on. I'm going to swoop down and cast a fly on her. So I'll say, so I'll say to her, um, assuming that you're a she, so I'll say to you, in case you want to escape, which is probably a pretty damn good idea, here. And I'll cast fly. I was like, just so you know, you owe me. And I'll take off. the guys. Oh my gosh, thank you. Getting the hell out of it. I'm gonna, I'll get down. I think I'll fly up, and then as I'm flying up, I'm gonna like stay. As I fly up, I'm gonna fly behind this shield knight, and I'm gonna boot like right on his back. So he can If he turns around to look, he's never gonna see me. So I'm gonna just like cover right. Yeah, you know what I mean. And having no idea what to do next, I'm just going to sit there and wait until something presents itself.
1: This dwarf that you don't know and haven't seen before just swoops in as, like, fly. Yo, man, just takes off. Fate
6: works in mysterious ways, friends. (laughs) Who was that strange dwarf? I have no idea. I've seen you. What? (laughs) Thank you. This is crazy.
1: All right, perfect. You're directly where you want to be. The next one up is going to be quiet.
5: All right, I, I have a foot. I'm free. I'm going to nod at the, this dwarf that's just shown up and helped my friend. I'm going to nod at my friend. I'm going to pull back out my sun sword. I'm going to say, the mayonnaise worked for once. I would like to fly over the, for once, for once. He's tried many times. Uh, he's going to fly over the statue to the hand that is gripping the force cage. I want to start trying to shear off fingers.
1: All right. Excellent. I, Take a swig.
5: I feel like the fingers might be the only thing he has a, a chance of actually cutting into. Um, and I get the D4 on these attacks. And he's mm-hmm. prone, so I would get them at advantage? Yes, you would. All right. I like that. So so that would be 27 versus AC? Oh,
1: yeah. That's going to hit. <laughs> Go right. ahead and roll damage.
5: Not a ton. So it's 11, and because I'm using the sun sword, it is uh, radiant damage.
1: You just slam into this creature's hand, and let's say you shear off the tip of a pinky. You just take a little bit of an edge off it, but you got through.
5: Alright, I'll, I'll do it again. Uh, Second time. Give me that pinky. Uh, Alright, that's the same roll. It's the exact same roll. Uh... S- that is nine radiant damage.
1: All right, so you crack at it and you crack it. You've now basically taken it down to the nail. Okay. Because you've definitely done damage to it, and there's like this, all these like little magical boulders around it now. They're just sparkling with energy.
5: Okay, because I have hit it, Uh, sure, why not? I'm going to try to stunning strike this thing.
7: Okay. So when right. I hit
5: with a melee weapon, I can spend a key point to make the target stun until the end of my next turn. So it's a constitution saving throw DC 15.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's actually immune it's to that. So no. Yeah. Well,
5: <laughs> Kwai knows that you, now.
1: You feel the energy shattered through. I'm assuming you're just punching it, right? Just oh, like, <laughs>
5: no. The, these are the swords. I haven't oh, unarmed nice. attack just yet.
1: Nice. Yeah. It, I mean, you can feel your energy. You can feel your key. You can feel that power of your soul exit you. But it. Doesn't ring true. There's no there's just resistance and nothing else. There's nothing in this thing but stone.
3: I ca- I cackle in laughter. I laugh from Bagos. Of- I think this is hilarious. What are you doing? It's <laughs> an ancient being designed to protect the entire city. Run, you idiot!
5: And it is an honor to battle it.
1: <laughs> Run, idiot! <laughs> There's just this drunk dwarf screaming at all of you floating in the middle of the air.
5: Um, As a bonus action, I will spend another key point and I'll take patient defense because I'm still right next to this thing.
1: That is a very smart move. And See? Zabi, you are up.
5: Only smart thing Kwai's going to do this game.
4: <laughs> so something I did not get into is Zabi's backstory and how he looks okay. is his robe. Is actually from a trainee set of ropes from Blackstaff Tower. Uh, Zabby trained as a child with Blackstaff's, like, you know, minions kind of a thing. Not minions, but, you know, the the younger ones. And he went yeah, out. You know, he
3: did
1: the basics. Exactly. Right? And part of he his, got his training, first year credits.
4: Part of his training is he goes out and tries to help people and to learn different magic across everywhere. Um, so he knows of Blackstaff Tower. Um, so
1: End of the statues, end of yes. how they're summoned, absolutely. Yes.
4: So did I see Fancy Boy go to the tower?
1: Yes, and you would have known that was the, the direction he was going.
4: Fantastic. Is it within uh, dimension door distance? Sure. Great. So I'm gonna see that she went there, I hear the other griffin coming, I see the statue on the ground, I see Kwai going jup, 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 against a finger, I'm like Aah! and I just teleport. And I go right inside, uh, standing next to uh, Fancy Boy in there. Uh, So they're
1: on the top of the tower, and you just step out of a glowing blue door, basically right next to Vajra, just as Lady Silverhand is ascending the stairs.
4: I go, what is going on, and how do I stop it?
1: Lady Silverhand barrels past you, just shoves right past you, and she points a finger, like, what have you done? And Vajra I, "I, I haven't done anything. I am summoning this creature to fight the other one. It is out of my control, and they're just going back and forth at each other. They clearly don't like each other, and the tension has brought it out in both of them.
4: That's great, but there's a statue outside that's stomping. How do I stop it?
1: I'm handling it! Vajra shouts back at you, and this giant stone griffin flies, buzzes the tower next to you and is heading directly towards the statue.
2: Yes
4: Uh Uh so I'm I'm looking out the window looking towards where the griffin is flying now. And I look back at Fancy Boy and I go, carry me.
1: You could actually try and jump on the <gasps> griffin.
5: You have to do it. Jump on the griffin! Jump on the griffin! Jump on the griffin! Aram, I would, like to, uh,
1: I would like to jump on the griffin.
5: Yeah. Yes! I would
1: like you to roll an athletics check, my friend. Jump
2: on the griffin! Jump on the griffin! Jump on the, griffin.
4: Uh, the athletics check is a 17.
2: Yes!
1: Hell yes. Describe your action.
4: I teleport in, and I'm like, what's going on? I get pushed over. And as part of the being pushed over, I accidentally kind of tumble out the window. And I fall onto the griffin and grab on. I'm like, I guess this is the thing now. And I'm just flying towards wherever the Griffin's taking me. Um, you are now
1: riding a stone griffin. It's your griffin
4: now. He's yours. What do you name him? <laughs> and I, well, I, I name him.
1: I name him Falcor. And
7: I, I <laughs> oh. put my hand up and I go, yeah! Oh.
1: <laughs> Outstanding. That is exactly what you are doing. All right, This that, is Zabi's best day. <laughs> after Zabi, it is Fancy Boy.
2: All right. So I have... I see this and I'm just like, yes, go, small friend. Uh, seeing the two of them arguing is concerning me. But if if, if, uh, if Vajra has told me that the statue is out of control, then I feel like we need to stop it regardless. So I'm going to say I will th- th- stop it, I guess, and just take off flying towards it.
1: It's near enough that you can be there in a round if you just dart right towards it. So what are you doing?
2: All right, um, they haven't given me any advice, so I'm just assuming.
1: No, they're too busy yelling at each other. They really don't like each other.
2: Would hold monster work on this?
1: Roll me an arcana.
2: A dirty 20. It's
1: possible.
2: Well, I'm just like, well, we're screwed anyway, and I'm just going to try to cast hold monster.
1: What is the saving throw? Uh,
2: Wisdom 14.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. You reach out. And you feel this creature larger, stronger, more powerful than you've ever felt. But you hold, <sighs> and as it lifts up, and as it's holding Jaraxel's force cage just before the fingers clench, you see it stop and hold still for a moment. Yes! And what else are you doing?
7: I'm not <laughs> a hack! <laughs>
2: I just like freeze and I just hold it. I'm just gonna concentrate, just not move just if I move, I'm like gonna mess it up.
1: Beetle, I would like you to roll a perception
3: uh twenty two
1: soon as the statue freezes, yeah, you notice on the back of its neck, right as it stands still, there's the tiniest red gem that's embedded right where its spine would be if it was real.
3: okay. And it's held right now.
1: Yep, it's held solid. It's not moving at all.
3: Okay, it's hard to see the red gem because I'm laughing so hard at what's happening. <laughs> because first of all, there's mail all <laughs> over the street. Second yep. of all, we're doing magic <laughs> missiles, and we're like sword fighting a huge giant thing. But when this thing stops, and I see that red gem, I'm going to um, I'm going to zip I'm going to zip up to it. I'm going to pull out a dagger and immediately, having no sense whatsoever, it's going to do anything other than <laughs> it's a big red um, gem. I'm going to try to pry that thing off. Do
1: you have some kind of like uh, sleight of hand or dexterity or do oh, you pick yeah. locks? or? Have- oh, yeah. I would like yeah. you to roll your highest, please.
3: Oh, great. Uh, I mean, I have an investigation, but you're not looking for investigation. You're looking for the action of you're it. You're
1: trying to pry this sucker out. Yeah. Okay,
3: good. So this, I'm going to go plus seven. So it's a 22. Yeah.
1: You just dig your, what are you doing, a dagger? What are you doing here? Yeah,
3: I'll pull a dagger out, and I'll, like, wiggle around to make sure nobody sees me, and I'll pull that bad boy
1: out. You've got half of it. You pop these, like, little gold bands around it, and half of that sucker is pried out, and you hear this primal roar from inside the statue. One more round, and you think you can get it free.
3: Oh, uh, I, I guess, <laughs> dude, I double down. Yes, I, yeah. can, I, I continue on that action
1: path. All right, excellent. Next next round you'll be able to pop that out. After uh sorry, right before uh, right before Beetle Zobby went, right?
6: I uh, uh, no, Fancy Boy I think went.
1: Fancy Boy went. Um is old. You're up.
6: Okay, sweet. Well, now with my new sweet flying powers, I'm going to swing around and uh, tap my dear Arakoka friend. Oh my gosh. Kwai, Kwai, Remember the name? By the end of this, um, I'm gonna tap Qui with a Death Ward because I feel like this is probably where we're headed. You're, you've done this
5: many, many, many times. Many, many times. My favorite
2: yeah. spell.
6: Yep. And, and I'm going to uh, zoom off into the air to look for my little dwarf friend. And uh, I'm gonna, not sure what's going on with him, but I'm gonna like touch my uh, my prayer beads around my neck, and I'm gonna throw him uh, bonus action cure wounds. Cause he doesn't look great right. and I'm not sure why right. if it's the drunk or he got hit by right. something but he
1: doesn't look as well as he could that's fair yeah. that's totally fair done
6: um okay so he's gonna get 15.
1: all right perfect uh, I don't think he's injured but fantastic he feels rejuvenated
6: I think he got thrown off of a... oh that's
1: no no he didn't because he because because he, he got to have the uh, feather fall yeah he's actually un- got it. Un- uninjured but you know what? let's say he's super healed he feels he fantastic. looks he
6: looks messed up yeah. and so I'm like maybe He's so no longer I, drunk. I threw,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
6: I I threw Beetle a cure wounds. Even though
1: he didn't need it cuz you're just so drunk. Cuz you, you, you
6: looked real ragged, so I wanted to return the favor.
1: You're sober now, Beetle. <laughs> she literally cast you sober.
3: <laughs> this is the worst. This is the worst adventure ever.
7: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: is now Jaraxel's turn and Jaraxyl is somewhere beneath this hand, and you can just see the hand begin to shake, and then the force cage vanish, and the hand close around him. Beetle, you're up.
7: Oh,
3: I just went, but I'm gonna pop the rest of that bad boy off.
1: I would like you to roll whatever you just rolled.
3: Do it, do it, do I it. I 22.
1: You just... Pry it to the edge, and it's hanging on by one little gold thread. And then a hand comes back towards you. I need a dexterity save. Oh, this
3: is my this is my favorite. I rolled a 17, dude. It's not even
1: close. 17? Yeah. So the hand clamps down, and you dodge between the fingers and kind of like flip up. But describe your action.
3: So I'm, I roll a 20. So I roll 17. I have seven. Um, so I plus seven. So it's a 20. Nice um so it comes to grab me yeah i am it's odd i'm a dwarf and yet so nimble yeah. as i as I, like i've got like a sixth sense i see it i actually just doing like a quick little pirouette and in that pirouette i kind of like zoom through his fingers and come right out and i immediately go right back to that gem. i got to get that gem. on. i like almost like snap and want to and grab it
1: outstanding next round you get one more chance that's Damn perfect you! <laughs> Sorry, you get one more, dude. Sorry. And Kawhi, you're up.
5: Okay, so the force cage is gone. Do I see yes. Jarlaxel in this hand?
1: Yes, you do. In fact, it's like it clamped around and now it's kind of rising up and he's being held. And Jaraxel is just standing there, arms outstretched, glares right at you and levels a pistol.
5: Okay, well, I'm not too concerned because I've already caught one of his bullets. So I'm going to barrel. So wait, is, is the the statue like gripping him like a fist or holding him like in his palm?
1: So imagine it's like holding him in his palm, but its its fingers are kind of clamped around. It's also pushing itself up with the other hand, so it's starting to rise into the air.
5: All right, well, I've got all the movement in the world. I'm going to go and I'm going to swing it. Do I swing at your laxle or...? All right, yeah, I'm just going after this dude. I know he he dodged me before. but I'm gonna try again. So, in his face. Uh, first attack. Even with, nope. No. That's a natural one.
1: Oh, what's the next one?
5: <laughs> let's see. Yeah, but I didn't think the bless is gonna help a natural one. Yep. All right, that's see, that's a twenty-eight.
1: So you swing and you sink the sword deep. I would like you to roll damage.
5: Okay. And uh, if I've actually hit him, I have something else I would like to do when I'm done with the damage. So first, we're going to do... Ooh, that was a good roll. Uh, 13 radiant damage. And I am going to... I'm going to flurry of blows. Is it flurry of blows? Yep. Yep.
1: Hit him with everything.
5: Yeah. Well, it's less about hitting him and more. Uh, he needs to, there we go. So i blows him. I'm going to do that first. So here goes one hand. So I'll take a picture of this as you want, but that's a natural 20. <laughs>
1: I believe yeah. you. Oh, I yes. 100% believe yes. you. I'm
5: so excited. Yes. Okay. It's not going to be a ton of damage even beyond that. So that's my unarmed strike, six, seven, eight. That's a 12, that's 12 bludgeoning damage, but uh, he needs to make a strength saving throw. DC 15.
1: Which he fails.
5: He gets pushed 15 feet off the hand.
1: You strike him and strike him and strike him. He falls back, he stumbles, he loses grip of his pistol, and just at the last strike, his foot slips off the hand and he begins to plummet to the ground. As that's happening, the griffin is soaring in to strike.
5: I still have one more attack if that helps.
1: Well, you can take that attack. However, because you rolled a natural one, When you land on the hand, you accidentally kick the unconscious woman and she tumbles over the edge, falling to the ground. Oh. Oh, He didn't (laughs)
5: drop drop her on the hand?
1: No, she's just been laying on it. But as Jaraxel falls, the hand goes to get him and she just slips right out.
5: Why am I always having to help people out of the way (laughs) of the statue? All right, I will go after the woman.
1: I would like you to roll a dexterity because save.
5: Because you okay. have a beautiful bird heart. And, and. Yeah. Yeah. I have one more strike on him. And I'm not going to try to, like. Like, I know I'm not incredibly strong, so what I'm trying to do is catch her and basically be her feather fall. 15.
7: 19.
5: You said uh, dexterity save? Yep. Uh, that's a 28
1: as she's sliding and you just leap off the hand and dive straight down towards her as her arms are flailing out and you catch her and you stop her just before she hits the ground and you alight. After Kwai, it's going to be Zabby.
4: Uh, The griffin is flying in, right? Correct. Does the griffin do anything before I do?
1: No, it'll get there right afterwards. Okay,
4: so Draxel's just kind of laying there, right?
1: Well, Draxel's falling. He's actually falling through the air right now.
4: Awesome. Um, How far is he plummeting?
1: Uh, He's going to plummet about 60 feet.
5: I'm fast enough that I I Sparta kicked him off the hand and then flew past him to save the lady. (laughs) I'm going to
4: wait until he hits the ground. And as soon as he does, I'm holding my action of immolation to just, you know, set his ass
1: on fire. Fair enough. Set fire to the corpse. That sounds great. All right. Is that all of your action?
4: Uh, yeah. That action will be done when he hits the ground. So yes. Right.
1: Perfect. Fancy boy.
2: You know, I'm gonna try and cast my hand again. Thank you.
1: Yeah. I
2: was just
5: handed.
1: What it are you gonna try pizza? and do with it? <laughs>
2: it's apparently summon a pizza. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I summon a pizza. I would like to
1: summon a pizza, please. <laughs> it's Lady Andrea. I'd like me a that pizza. Spell. <laughs> give me the spell that lets me summon a pizza. <laughs> me too.
2: Right. Um. I wanna try the same thing. I wanna try and 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 trip it.
1: So he's like getting the statue is kind of pressing itself up so it's on its knees and one hand up.
2: So can I try and hold the hand?
1: Hell yes you can. So is it opposed strength? Right, yeah. Beat a
2: twenty-three. Oh no, I rolled a twenty. So it's (gasps) a twenty-eight. Woohoo! So
1: it lifts up, this hand clamps down over its shoulder and just presses it down, and it cannot move.
2: Excellent. Yes. Perfect.
1: All right, then we're going to jump to the drow. As you you clamp down and hold it and it can't move, you see this griffin, this giant stone griffin, wings out, claws out, and it's going to land on this thing's back. Isold and Beetle, you both have one move before it does. Isold, go first. Okay.
6: Uh, so do I see Beetle fiddling with a gem on the back of its neck?
3: No, no way. <laughs> oh, you <cannot> see it. <laughs> I mean, it's a
1: it's a, it's a giant plane of white. Okay. What are you uh, doing? Of course right. you're gonna be I, I'm not
6: sure what this guy is doing, but clearly he's here by providence. So I want to help him out. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast sanctuary on him so uh he's gonna be protected as he does this and then I'm gonna fly the hell back
1: (laughs) all right beetle there's a giant statue beneath you trembling with energy there's a huge magical hand that has appeared on the shoulder just to your left there is this giant stone griffin that is gonna land upon you and you've got this gem out by a fraction of an inch what are you doing
3: I take off with it. Wait, I pull the I pulled gem out. Yep. Does, 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 does the shield knight stop?
1: Roll one more little dexterity thing or whatever you were doing. Just one more for me.
3: Damn you, man. You got this. Roll a 16. So that's a 23.
1: You pry that last gold hook off and the gem pops away in your hand. It is trembling with power. Your entire arm shakes. And then you realize everything is shaking the entire colossal creature is just trembling and cracks are beginning to form on its side and then you hear a roar as the stone griffin sweeps in claws open and slams into its back shattering it into thousands of huge pieces as you go tumbling off it What? I would like a dexterity save.
2: That's a landmark that we've destroyed.
3: No, we. Yeah. Beetle <laughs> destroyed this. I feel like I've changed the um, topography of the city forever.
2: It's a little bit of
5: mending. It'll It'll some fine. super glue. It'll be fine. It'll be <laughs> fine.
1: So you want a
3: dex save. That was a... Um, I rolled a 16. Nice.
1: Okay. So you are able to basically kind of ride this debris down. You take some damage as you slam to the ground. I'm flying. Oh, Remember, I'm, I'm still, sorry. I'm still... This thing crumbles beneath you. Like the ground just gives away, and you're simply hovering in air as giant boulders crash to the ground around you. There's a rumble, a crackling of Thunder seems to explode from it, and then silence. And you see Jaraxel on the ground, pinned yes. and bloodied and unmoving.
5: Yeah. It's your
4: turn, buddy. <laughs> unmoving because he's unconscious? Because I was holding this particular spell. He
1: seems unconscious. He mm. seems to just be completely out, bloodied, fractured, and just broken. I'm still
4: holding it just in case. I'm like, eh,
6: maybe. He's play- maybe he's playing dead.
1: As you do, Lady Silverhand, she just appears in, an, in another blue door. And she turns to you all, and she nods. You have done well, but the keys cannot leave here. And she draws her sword. You must now stop, and I will take care of this.
2: Lady Silverhand, no! She
1: marches towards Jaraxel, grabs him by the back of the hair, and lifts his head. You will never threaten this city again and takes oh. his throat.
3: Ooh. What oh. wait, wait, no, wait. he cuts his throat? Takes
1: his throat. He's drops a named his hair NPC back down and begins to search his body for keys. There are griffin riders landing. There are soldiers approaching. The entire scene is covered with people at this point. And she turns to the rest of you with Drow blood caking her normally beautiful, clean, silver robes. What has been done has been done out of necessity. I trust you all will understand that.
2: I mean, I guess. Uh. Where's the Blackstaff?
1: As as you would say, that lady uh, Vajer would appear. The Griffin has now like landed and like ripped along the street and folded its wings in and just frozen in the middle of the street.
5: This seems unconscionable. He was at your mercy. You could have taken him prisoner.
1: He has escaped before many times. He has returned before many times. This threat was too much. I have dealt with it, and your service is no longer needed.
6: As the symbol of law and order for the city of Waterdeep, I don't think we can consumably stand by as you take justice into your own hands as you have just done.
1: I am the open Lord. My word is law.
5: This is not law. This is tyranny.
1: This is what needs to be done to protect a city. There are many things that need to be done to protect a city. If I had let those keys escape, if I had let that money into the system, it would have crashed our city. There are many things that are needed to protect one that you do not understand. I appreciate your service. You are no longer needed.
3: You said that before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look around. Yeah. I, I think so. She has gone through his body to find keys. Well, she's.
1: Yeah, she's looking through his body. There's like a pair of bagpipes. Uh, the woman sure. has been and lowered the woman, to the ground.
3: Right? Yeah. So I think that the, the bagpipe. I think that she's got the wrong idea of who the keys are. I, I mean, she has like. Because she he said something about the bagpipe and the woman. Totally. So I'm going to say to her, let me take the woman in the bagpipes. At least give me some pay for the work I've done here today.
1: She turns to you, and there is just rage in her face. How? Dare you? Roll perception. 75. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. Her face shifts, and for a moment... Her two eyes merge into <gasps> a single eye.
6: Uh, ew! Oh. Her
1: face is twisted with rage. It warps and teeth seem to jut out from her jaw. And then you can see wounds, blood, and open cuts. She is heavily wounded and broken before you. As this is happening, a soldier runs up, also wounded, barely able to hold himself up, and several of you recognize him as a member of Force Grey. That is not the open lord. That is the
3: Xanathar. I attack. Oh, yeah. Rolled a hit. Yeah. Um, so I'm casting. Um... So I'm going to cast a, uh, um, a, ph- a Phantasmal Force, um, and I'm going to cast the uh, Illusion that he is in a Force Cage.
1: Awesome. Uh, what's the saving throw on that? Uh, 14 Intelligence. Unfortunately, he blows right through that butt. As you cast it, there's a ripple and her flesh cracks and eye stalks burst out of it. And from it, this beholder emerges. How
3: dare
7: you even
3: begin
7: to strike me?
3: Yeah, I'll just scream out, it's a trap! <laughs> Attack!
2: And I'm just like, did I just have some shit spoiled <laughs> for me? Like.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> After Beetle, it's cry, what are you doing?
2: All right, Kwai was
5: already not too happy with this woman, and now he sees that it's a beholder, and so what's Kwai done in every situation like this? Charge straight into danger, he's gonna charge you right at this him. beholder and attack it.
1: Roll to hit.
5: All right, uh, first hit with the Sunblade. That's uh, it's a 29.
1: Mm-hmm, that's definitely gonna hit.
5: That's gonna do uh, nine radiant damage. Here comes second hit. Ooh, yeah, that's I rolled a 19 plus. Uh, 20, 30, 30, that's a 32.
1: So describe how you do this.
5: How I do what?
1: How you do this attack. Oh. What do you do?
5: All right. Uh, Kwai has encountered a beholder before and is very well aware of how dangerous they are. And so he is going straight for lopping off stalks. So the first right. one, I, I don't know if he can actually get through any of them, but that's what he's going to try to do.
1: As you get closer, you realize that the beholder's damaged. They, the Xanathar has taken as much damage as the form it was in has taken. You sink right through three of these eye stalks, lopping them straight off, and then sink your blade into its back and land on it and kind of slam its face right into the ground.
5: Is it still alive?
1: Yep. But it is barely badly wounded. Yeah, uh,
5: so, uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit it again. Nope, I, I've got flurry of blows. I'm, it's on the ground. I get it. I. I'm gonna go again. Uh flurry of blows. All 13, 16, uh, 27.
1: You've almost killed it. It's just creeping along the ground. Its teeth are pulling it. Its eye stalks are flailing. Blood is gushing from it. It's just barely alive.
5: Okay. i uh, will go to hit it. This is my last strike. Hit it. <laughs> so that's a natural <laughs> <No>. one.
1: <laughs> oh, no. You go to strike, but you slip on the blood, and you fall directly in front of its main eye. All of your magic is now neglected just gone. All of your magic has been suppressed.
5: Which is just the sun blade which now just turns back into a hilt.
1: After quiet Zabi.
5: All right. Well, one,
4: I helped write this and I'm like losing (laughs) my mind. Uh, All right. So did you say Vajra's around?
1: Vajra is, uh, yes, she has poured it in as well. So she's just a couple of feet off to the right. Let's say she's fifty feet off to the right, and she's going in at a five.
4: Does she? Does it look like she is looking to kill this? She's thing?
1: stunned. She's absolutely shocked. I mean, she is. She's not quite comprehended what's happening.
4: Uh, I'm quickly going to go. Vajra, should I kill the Xanathar? <laughs> yes. Good. I finish my telekinesis, lift one of the pieces of the statue and drop oh, it on. Him.
1: Yes. <laughs> Roll to one. So there's just this moment where the thing rises to its well, you can't say its feet, but it just rises up in the air. Broken eye stalks, slit eye stalks, blood rushing down its eye, and rage in its teeth, and then wham! And silence as it's done. In the aftermath, you all find out that the Xanathar had planned this a long time ago with Jaraxel. There's a lot of interviews, there's a lot of people taking you off to the side. You finally do find Lady Silverhand trapped deep, deep beneath Under Mountain, and you free her as well. And eventually the city is restored. The griffin is returned to its perch. The pieces of the walking night took many, many months to remove, but after some time. You return Waterdeep to what it belongs to be, and you've saved it, and are, saved the city.
2: Are we
3: heroes? Yeah.
1: You are heroes. Every last one. I don't want to be a hero. <laughs> I want to be right. Well, hero also comes with, with 2,000 gold each. 2,000 gold. <laughs>
7: For 20, oh,
1: no, I've never well, seen
2: that much money.
1: 2,000 gold. You all get a residence within Waterdeep, and it's got stables and a couple nice horses. Gifts for all for your bravery and honor.
3: <laughs> that is Hello! wait Outstanding. there. Wait, wait, wait! Commission a song. To you <laughs> sing a in my local pubs. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you get wait, wait, hold on. You get gold and, and gifts in D D.
3: Yeah, gold
1: and a house and horses and wow. the people. In oh, fact, they throw you all a parade. There's big paper oh, mache oh, right. Ara crocra. In fact, the kids are now like era crocra. We're not known as much in the like zeitgeist of this uh, city, but there's kids running around with wings. People wanting to be like era crocra. They're considered the heroes of the city now. And you guys have managed to save it. So I want to do one last thing before we cut off. I just want you to each go around. I want you to say your name, say who you were playing, and what race and class they, they were. And uh, Matt, let's start with you.
3: Yeah, my name is Matthew Lillard. I was playing Beetle. Um, he is a, uh, a dwarven a magic user thief. Um, and I've played him for, I created him 20 years ago. So it's fun to play him again.
1: And Matt, what are you doing right now?
3: Um, so I'm uh, so my professional, my day job is I'm an actor and I'm on a show called um, Good Girls on NBC. And then me and my four best friends three months ago at the Stream of Many Eyes started a company called Beetle and Grimms. Um, we are a, uh, a luxury brand for Dungeons and Dragons. We're creating an all-inclusive boxed edition of Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Um, that is for pre-sale now and available, and there's only a 1,000 of them made, so you can check it out at beetleandgrims.com.
1: And I have one of those uh, Half Moon Coins, and I guard <laughs> it like it's the ring. It is my precious, <laughs> precious item. It
4: Josh, awesome.
1: uh, give me your name, who you were playing, and what you're doing right sure. now. Sure.
4: Uh, my name is Josh Perot. I was playing uh, Zabito Zabby Merkel. Uh, he's an abjuration wizard, gnome. Uh, I am the DM for Taking Initiative. Uh, It is a 5e actual play podcast. Uh, I'm also the co-planner and co-writer for this event, even though I was just thrown right off the rails. I don't even know what to think. Uh, Outside of the podcast, I am an online editor for TV and film post-production for currently Blue Bloods and The Purge TV show, which will be airing, uh, uh, would have aired by now. Um, But that's me.
1: Excellent. Holly, uh, would you just, uh, say who you are, who you, and who you were playing and what you're up to?
2: Yes. Hello. Uh, I am Holly Conrad. I'm Commander Holly on the internet. Uh, I was playing Fancy Boy, uh, who I made for a game, uh, with my friend, Eric, who had DM'd an amazing game, uh, with Fancy Boy. And I, I fell in love with that character because he's just wonderful and absurd. But, uh, normally I play on Tuesdays on Dice Camera Action, uh, with uh, Chris Perkins who is my DM who tortures us constantly in the best way and uh, I'm usually streaming on uh, twitch.tv slash commanderholly and that's pretty much uh, all I do so yeah, it's a good time, I'm just an internet clown, come hang out
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> The Mighty Kwai describe yourself and what you're doing, and who you are, sorry It's
5: alright, I can do all that My name is Lauren Urban, I often go by Obo Crazy online, and I was Kwai the Aarakocra Monk and you can usually find me online DMing a podcast called Dungeon Drunks, which comes out every Monday, and we are <laughs> we do live games for charity, and we have lots of fun. You can also find me in September starting up as another Aarakocra in a game on Thursday mornings called Demon Plague, which is going to be coming out both as a live stream and as a podcast. I also uh, work for Wizards of the Coast doing a Twitch moderation, and when I'm not doing all this D and D stuff, I am a professional musician, and you can find me in the Nor- Pacific Northwest playing oboe wherever someone will have me.
1: I honestly don't know if any time at all, and at least could. You- Could you say who you are, describe your character, and tell us what you're doing?
6: Yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Celeste Conowich. Today I have. Sorry,
1: (laughs) Celeste. I'm so, I am so sorry. Celeste, could you please tell us what you're doing? Go ahead. Sure
6: thing. I'll just start that over again. Hi everybody, my name is Celeste Conowich. Today I was playing Isolde Tristane, the Aladrin uh, Cleric of Fate for you all. You can usually find me over on the Actual Play podcast Venture Maidens, where I am the DM for an all-female and non-binary cast of folks. Uh, so check us out there. Uh, we stream every Wednesday. So check us out, the Venture Maidens, on Twitch.
1: And my name is Aram Vartian. I am the Dungeon Master and creator of God's Fall. To find out more about that, head over to godsfall.com. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time in Waterdeep.